everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 355th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we are here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Hopefully, everybody out there is having a safe and fun 4th of July uh, over here in the States. Hopefully, everybody has gone to go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny this weekend uh, and continues to go see it this week because this movie is awesome. I love it. I've seen it twice myself. I know a lot of people maybe have been apprehensive. I know the numbers have been pretty low, but uh, hey, this is a Steven Spielberg project. Let's get this thing going. Let's, this is Indiana Jones, his last ride, Harrison Ford's last attempt at Indiana Jones. Let's go see this movie. Get it some money. I, I just really want to support it. Indiana Jones is one of my favorite things ever. But that is besides the point because we are always here to talk about Jurassic Park. And in this episode, we're going to head to the tower. We're going to boost that signal and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Now, if this is your first time listening to the podcast or the Jurassic Wire, myself and Aaron Beyer tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and other random topics and tangents. As always, there's plenty plenty of those in this episode we talk about a lot of random uh film and hollywood news and conversation pieces so stay tuned for all of that stuff and we hope you like everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the jurassic wire as always all debates and conversations in this segment are completely our own opinions and insights from the things that we've seen in the news and around the community Stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we will be discussing. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. Uh, if you did not get a chance or did not see it, over on Victoria Cantina's YouTube channel, Victoria hosted the Jurassic Social Hour uh, this past Friday night, and uh, Victoria was kind enough to invite myself, uh, Ted Brothers, Chris Pugh, and uh, we just talked about the state of Jurassic. We talked about the crowdfunding. Uh, I feel like we talked a lot about, you know, maybe some of the things you'll hear in this episode today uh, for the Jurassic Wire. But that is like kind of the consensus right now is like everybody is talking about the same things. We all want to know the same uh, we want to get the same answers and and understand everything the same and and talk about the uh, very obvious things like the crowdfund and stuff like that from Mattel Creations. So definitely go check out Victoria Cantina's YouTube channel. I will put that link in our show notes so you can go ahead and, hey, just watch it in the uh, on the website, JurassicParkPodcast.com, or just go to Victoria's YouTube channel. Uh, it was a really, really fun conversation. We were going for, oh, we were going for a while, like hours as well. So it, that's just what happens when you get a few Jurassic fans together. Everybody just talks for hours and hours. 
Like we're, you know, and we are. We are all really good friends. Like we're best friends out there just gabbing away about Jurassic. So definitely go check out Victoria's uh, YouTube channel. That was really awesome. Over on our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com, uh, you know, the, the articles are kind of uh, old news, I guess, at this point. But we did upload an article about the crowdfund uh, for Mattel Creations. And we also uploaded a an article about the San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, what is it called? Like a, a photo op kind of experience thing that they've got going on. I think the tickets are all gone for that anyway. But uh, definitely check it out if you want to, uh, you know, see what is out there for the rest of the 30th anniversary that is continuing into, uh, I guess, Jurassic Ju July. Uh, that's where we are now because Jurassic June is over. We did it. We we uh, finally got through Jurassic June. Uh, did the 30th anniversary end? We're not still, we're not sure. We don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows over here. Um, but, uh, you know, we did uh, do a charity drive over on our YouTube channel. So thank you so much to everybody who donated to the Trevor Project. We really, really appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much for helping out over on our YouTube channel. And speaking of that YouTube channel, uh, over the course of the last uh, few weeks, because we actually took some time off, um, after the uh, two episodes that we put out for the 30th anniversary, I took a few weeks off. You know, I'm like, let's let's chill for the rest of June. Uh, worked really hard on those two episodes. Hopefully everybody out there really enjoyed those 30th anniversary episodes. One featuring, uh, you know, some, some people you may know from the community uh, that host things or uh, run websites or whatever the case may be. And, uh, and then there was another episode from people out there everywhere in the community just calling in and, and talking about their favorite things about the 30th uh, and just 30 years of Jurassic. So if you did not get a chance to listen to those, please go listen to them. Uh, you can find them on any of your podcasting platforms out there. So please go check those out. Uh, but yeah, like I said, we've been doing a lot of live streaming over the past month and, uh, and some videos here and there, not really a lot of uh, actual video videos, uh, like edited content and stuff, but I have been putting out a bunch of shorts, so definitely go check out those on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, wherever you want to watch those. But uh, yeah, it's been kind of interesting over the past month for Jurassic Park's 30th anniversary, and we have a lot to say about that in this episode. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Tracking on. Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is none other than Aaron Beyer. And the Jurassic Wire, if you don't know, is a segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all of the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and, of course, all of the latest discussion in the Jurassic community. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about JP30. We're going to talk about a little uh, Mattel crowdfunding going on right now, maybe some Prime 1 stuff, uh, maybe even, I don't know, I'm gonna say this quietly, and I don't know an animated series or something. There might be an animated series. Um, 
Don't tell anybody I said that. But uh, Aaron, let's let's welcome you in. How you doing, dude? How's it how's it going? I'm really good, man. I uh, I don't know. I'm doing all right. I mean, it's been a while. We, I, you know, I was thinking about this before. I was like, we were, this we feels this. like way longer than usual. Yeah, this gap. really does. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't really understand why either. Like, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, dude, this feels like it's been forever. But, you know, in true Jurassic Wire fashion, I'm just going to say that we've now entered the next realm of the DC Universe uh, saga. We have I was a waiting Super for it. Cast. <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, like, like welcome david i guess like i i i don't i don't want to i don't want to be like oh he's gonna be terrible because i feel like the last like three batmans it's been like oh that batman's gonna be terrible and then oh yeah they're yeah. awesome and yeah. the same thing with like joke so it's almost like show me what you got man i i don't Get. see why he'd be horrible i, I you know when they Get when right. that and if anybody's curious we we pretty much always start off the wire by talking a little bit about like dc superman. Um, film <laughs> superman henry cavill uh we talk a lot about just the entertainment industry in general so uh you know get be, get ready because we got a lot here probably but um but yeah when they announced or you know it kind of leaked out that there were like three different uh clarks and three different um uh, uh i'm blanking on her name what's her name um lois lois is yeah Lo, duh, of course Lo-i. um <laughs> Lo-i. Lo-i. a bunch of low out there the two that i wanted are the two that got picked and i was like yes because rachel's oh, awesome and david I i've only seen him in one thing but initially. oh really hmm. okay well the one guy just had more of the look i felt but like superman what? should superman should be more than just a look right okay. like it seems a little unfair to be like oh i want this guy because he looks like Superman, sure. Like this guy's, this guy's fine. I'm sure he's gonna do. I'm sure he'll be great. he he looks just like Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> yes, not, he does. What are you talking no. about? I don't oh, think you dude. know who got cast. <laughs> he looks just like him. He I'll looks like what, a you know smaller, what? younger Henry Cavill. You know what's really breaking my heart though? What's that? Is that through all this like fan art and stuff that people are like doing of like David Corn Sweat or whatever his name yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting fan art of Tom Welling as Superman. Uh, and it's just like the Superman yeah. that never was. Like he and he's probably the best. He's probably the best we've had. I would say ever. I mean, like Christopher Reeve is a, is definitely an OG classic, but like sure. I was not introduced to those movies in the 70s, like everyone who worships him was. So I look at those movies and I'm like, yeah, but he kind of just floats like an angel and stuff like that. And then, like, when you see, like, Tom Welling and uh, Henry Cavill and uh, Brandon Routh's, like, flight mechanics were okay. I loved like, him. Oh, yeah. who's, the, who's the other guy? Who's the other guy that's, like, current on the show? His flight mechanics and his flight style is totally awesome. Like, hmm. these Superman characters that, like, just freaking fly like a jet plane. Dude, give me that any day of the week. Like... <laughs> I'll take it. So, all right. But anyway, right. yeah, Hollywood man, it's uh, yeah. uh, it's rough right now. I'll tell you that. That's well, let sure. me. Uh, it's rough out there, and I feel like the, a lot of the headlines are like everything's crashing. Everything is either terrible, not making money, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, I, as of this recording right now, I just 
had come home from seeing Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny for the second time, and I absolutely love that movie. And I know it didn't make, you know, the huge projections, but I honestly think the word of mouth is is growing on this movie. Um, I The other day, uh, I had checked to see, like, for my second showing, I'm like, let me see if I can find a seat. There was not, no seats sold. There was like there. I think there was one ticket sold in the IMAX theater for a Sunday night, and I was like, "Uh oh, hmm, that's not looking good." And then I waited a, a day or so, and all of a sudden, a bunch of theaters were just sold out. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." I think the word of mouth is growing in this thing, so hopefully, you know, maybe the first weekend's bad, but hopefully, second weekend will not dip as much. I know that kind of happened with Element, uh, or no, Elemental. Sorry. Uh, another great movie from Pixar, and also apparently tanked. Um, but the second one, I, mean, I don't it, know. If look at the numbers. I don't, can, I don't know if we can use the word "tanked" in quotations. These I, numbers I, are bad. Th- they're bad, but I, I feel like we need to like readjust. I know the thing is that I know they spend like two hundred million on that, or three hundred, whatever Indiana Jones cost. I, I think we just need to readjust because these movies are just not coming in. You know, I don't know. Uh, I think things are different now and i don't know what the cause is what the reason is but oh um, i know right here you got the answer a thousand percent okay hollywood stop devaluing your properties stop sending it to streaming four weeks later like i sure like i I, dude it's ridiculous like i was so with all these movies flash anita jones like i said at my wife today like do you want to go see flash and it was like yeah let's go do it completely just like you know uh, like whatever. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to go out, you know? And it's like, the, <laughs> I know that it's going to be in my house in four to six weeks and it will be in some subscription that I'm already like locked into like Disney plus I pay yearly for, which I haven't watched Disney plus in forever. So like, I'm thinking like, well, I'm just going to mm-hmm. hit the auto unsubscribe or whatever on that one. And then just like when something comes out that I want to watch, like I'll debate. Cause like now what I'm running into as well, I was at the store today and another movie I have not yet seen, which was Shazam Fury, the gods, which also tanked, but like the 4k disc is sitting on the shelf for like $20. Yeah. And I go, I'm like, ah, but it's free with my HBO max subscription. But then I'm thinking like, but I don't want to watch it there because I own all the other DCU, ECU, whatever movies on disc. And it's like this, it's this weird cyclical rotation of I don't want to watch it here, but I don't want to pay this. I don't want to watch it here, but because I, I pay, it's like, it's like so. Is the reality is I just don't want to watch this movie, and I think that's okay. But I kind of like I do want to watch this movie. That one is it as bad as people say it was? It cannot be that bad. No, you know? I don't think anything. It, it's just like all hyperbolic. Recently, it's like, and stuff is you know, rightfully. Uh, People have reasons to not want to see things. I know the DC stuff has been interesting, uh, whether you're following the the actors in the films uh, and what they're doing behind the scenes. Um, or for DC, if you're just confused as to, or, or don't even think on? it, you know, you're confused as to what's going on or don't think it matters at this point. Like, why should I bother? Why is, that why is Blue sense. Beetle the first entry into our new, why? Why is I, Blue Beetle our first, Is he's our <laughs> Iron Man basically but but it, they said yeah, that but it's also not it, it like is but it isn't it's like a weird it's like i think but yeah, it's somehow like, aquaman 2 is gonna like funnel into this somehow like no dude, i mean talking about no aquaman one's 
that's gonna be the killer one this year that's gonna be the one that like i literally think like head start to roll I, yeah like to. i think uh, i think there needs to be a lot of readjusting i hope and, and i don't know i hope they find ways to either n- not undercut or, or anything like that but find ways to make these movies cheaper so that they're hopefully making some money off of these but you know um Dude, I don't know. So much I, of these VFX, so much of these VFX are already done. Yeah, they're already in India, China. Yeah, like, I know. Where do you go to make these things cheaper at this point? I mean, I don't know. When well, I was also, in the industry, I, hope... I ended up in Canada, but like, dude, we had so many partners overseas. Like, I yeah. just don't know. Yeah, and I know, you know, you hear the stories every week about you know this movie or that movie. Uh, you know, not uh, paying their people enough, treating them poorly, whatever the case is. There's been so many stories about it recently. And uh, yeah, I don't know how you pull rein that in. Uh, like Fast and Furious, I think they paid like their stars like $100 million of that budget. And it's like, okay, well, maybe we got to start reining something in there. You know, I don't know, especially if they're, you know, if, if like- If they're not pulling in $100 million- like everybody thinks right. like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is I don't know why I put quotes on that but uh like why yeah <laughs> he, he is the real person I I'm pretty sure even though that the, the, the so called I, I guess I could have okay. I could have I could have done it on the rock part that would have made sense uh sure. but like the fact that he I think you know why I did it I think it was because he's a he's a draw you know like because people assume he's a draw but like he he isn't or you know like Vin Diesel apparently not a draw you know whoever whoever the case is they're not draws right now and um we'll see with Tom Cruise you know Tom Cruise you know yep. is is one of the ultimate draws but so is Harrison Ford and uh you know he didn't he didn't necessarily pull through with the big bucks but um you know I saw a tweet that was like uh the latest one I think the latest James I don't know if it was the latest one one of the James Bonds was like 55 million or something and the one of the one of the um Mission Impossibles was like 60 million or something and like now all of a sudden we're we're facing bombs for the same amount of money it's like it's interesting I don't know what is happening right now but some something needs to be reevaluated I well I think there's a few things right like I mean like well, I live in Oklahoma I definitely see the political and I'm from like Toronto, Northern area. Like I definitely have been stretched between the political realms, right? Like there is definitely a disdain right now amongst, I would say the conservative parties to just like not want quote political agendas like put on them. And I don't know. I I don't, I don't see these movies and those aren't the reasons I don't see these movies, but like, I feel like are people is no, this is the, is well, is this desire to not go see these movies? Is it working in that political aspect? But like then I look at the numbers. No, I don't. I'm think like so, that man. is not. I'm like that's not fifty percent of the U.S. This is no. more than fifty percent of the U.S. not going to see movies. So like, I don't. I don't really fully understand. No, like, I don't understand it at all. Because like that that theory never actually checks out. Because one week it may work, and the next next week it won't. Like it, you see things all the time come out and make a ton of money, and you're like, "Whoa, oh, what happened to that agenda?" You know, like it's, it this doesn't it does. There's but, no sense to it. But but you think but because they're loud now spoken. Let's bring yeah. this back to Jurassic. Okay. Okay. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Is a okay. is a non political quote non political lot figure, of quote a lot right? of quotes in this episode because <laughs> I'm being I'm trying to be so incredibly nice mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt a quote not political figure we all know we all know where his politics lie right like 
Like we just, we just, you know, you, we've listened to him, right? We know where his politics lie and his movies make bank. He's like the one consistent, like the, the stars that bring people in. He's the one consistent one. Guardians so, made a bunch of money and, and Jurassic Mario, World. Like it's, it's it like yeah, a movie, a Jurassic movie like World, Mario Guardians. Like everybody loves to rag on Jurassic. Everybody loves to hate on it, dude. But they make money. Make Demi- money. Demi- made a billion dollars. I've right? made a billion dollars. They've made so much money with these movies. And everybody likes to say that, why are you making it? Why are you doing this? That's the reason that they keep doing it. But right now, it's like, I think I think these studios might go through a sense of fear and, and um, I don't know, just fear over, are my sequels, my aging stars or whoever, are they... Do, should we do this thing? Should we make this thing? Because they didn't get a return on investment, you know? It's, it's going to be weird. I don't know. Are we going through, like, the anti-sequel, um, you know, reboot no, era, so. do you think? Are we start, is this I a don't start know. now? No, because I think if you put some new IP out there, no one's going to see that. Like, who's... That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's true, too, I, I mean, guess. Like, here's the thing. I think, I think Oppenheimer will do well. Okay, I think that's gonna do well. It's gonna. But get I don't trounced. think it's gonna do like. I don't it's think gonna it's gonna, gonna get do trounced, blockbuster though. movie well. Oh yeah, it's gonna it get will. trounced and by Barbie. What, but well, it, I'm going to see Barbie over Oppenheimer for sure. Like, there's I, no I don't have any tickets, about but I don't have tickets, but I would choose that as well. Like I, I, I probably will go to to see Barbie that weekend. I'm sure because I think it, realistically, I'm seeing both that weekend because it's my sister-in-law's like birthday and she wants to see both so i think we're okay, just like there you go sure. i mean Whatever. look Great. I, I think like most movies especially a lot of disney stuff recently they've really severely lacked on their marketing for indiana jones they've really nailed it um i know we said for jurassic world dominion that it seemed like it was lacking but that didn't seem to matter because i know it, it, everybody was saying it was a weak installment you know but then it made a billion dollars but I think yeah. uh, a lot of movies recently have been like lacking with um, like Elemental was like, what do you, you don't even know what that movie is, you know, going in. And it turns out it's like a very sweet romantic comedy that was actually very good, um, like a good Pixar movie. And, and I know they had Strange World and they really messed that up with their marketing and oh, bu- yeah. like the Buzz Lightyear movie really yeah. messed that up. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is like they're just totally messing up but barbie and oppenheimer are killing it right now because of the juxtaposition of these two ip or these two things going head to head it's like i i I didn't mean to say ip for oppenheimer but like these two things just going head to head uh it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty interesting i wish i had it to share there's a meme going around the internet it's got a photo of this like i guess they built some giant pink house in la or something yeah yeah for Barbie, marketing for Barbie's Barbie. dream house. Yeah. Yeah. So they build Barbie's dream house in LA and the tag just says the Oppenheimer marketing team has a great opportunity <laughs> to, to do the funniest thing ever. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I yeah. do that. That killed me because that was very, very funny. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it's weird. I think those movies Oppenheimer will probably, I would say come in second. I think Barbie could really get a, get a, a lot of money this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it's weird, man. It's very weird. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know where we're going to go next. I- I'm very excited for um, for Indy to come to DVD. But I, you, the way you started this conversation was the fact that like everything goes to streaming. Um, and th- I've heard that a lot recently as an excuse. And I don't know that it's like 
it, it I don't know that it is the way that everybody is saying it is right now because I think we started to see a few months back that they didn't start bringing these things to homes as soon as they used to. Um, I guess since COVID, it was like, oh, you can well for that oh, year. Date, for that year, sure. it was like, yeah, it was day and date. It was like a week later. It was like, you know, just a surprise. Hey, here's a thing. Um, and then it started to trickle out. Like you, you got the HBO Max releases that were a little weird. Um, and then it, now, then it was like three, four weeks. Fast and Furious was literally, I think, three weeks, which was just like a, a month ago. Um, so it's still kind of confusing. But Disney, I know, really um, waited on Ant Man and whatever that movie was called, Quantumania. Like that one did. They? did I that one did come out finally on streaming, but it took until after Guardians came out. So I think like. I think people are going to be disappointed when they can't watch these things right away. Um, you know, I, I, but they, but the problem is they don't let you know that. Like if they come out and say, you must see this in theaters, this is not coming on Disney plus for another year. year or whatever. Do you they remember what Jurassic Park and the lost world were dude in the nineties? It was like legit a year over a year. Like, mm. Jurassic Park comes out in June of 93. Doesn't hit VHS until October 94. Like over a year. Yeah. Create demand. Create demand, Hollywood. Like create a desire to want to go see these things on the big screen. I mean, look, I'm not immune to it. Like a big screen or, I mean, I've got a nice TV and I've got, I'll say, I'm not going to quote it. It's surround sound. It's not movie surround sound, (laughs) but it's surround sound. Right? Like, it's a quote. I mean, it's 5.1, but it's like, you know, it's one of these out of the box de- hooked to the DVD player. Yeah, things, yeah. Right? Like, it's not like Dolby Atmos, right? With a thousand freaking uh, <laughs> speakers in the ceiling for rain. You know, like, I don't yeah, have yeah. that. But yeah, I don't know, man. And they, like, they've got to figure it out. They've got to figure out how to create demand. I don't know. Like, like look, the Flash was weird, right? Because they're like, I, I definitely think there's a moral obligation to maybe not go see that movie. Although I think as of like yesterday, the charges have been dropped or something, or they're like dropping his case or, or whatever. But like you've got yes. dude Aquaman with the whole Amber Heard thing. I like, uh, is she in this movie? Is she not in this movie? Is, is Warner brothers like really serious about this movie? Because I don't know. If, <laughs> no, there's going to be, there's going to be no marketing. I think they're going to probably throw in the towel. I would assume because like they said uh, the other day, I heard that it would have been better. Uh, it would have been cheaper, I guess, if they had just thrown in a towel for the Flash, because it has made not enough money to recoup anything. So they should have just done what they did with that girl, and just canned it. <laughs> it would have been cheaper for them, which is makes that's makes, crazy. Makes everything scary. It makes streaming scary. The fact that we get stuff disappear from streaming nonstop now, it seems like, like good stuff, stuff that just aired, you know, it just all of a sudden getting taken off. It's kind of the Wild West right now. Streaming is failing. So that's why I think we're going to start to see that backlash on the, I don't, the three to four week thing. Um, it's weird, I don't understand man. taking things off of streaming for tax. Is it because of, while it's on streaming, it's technically still making money, so they can't like claim it as a failure? Is that like kind of the idea? Um, I don't know. I think it's it has to do with the licensing or the uh, residuals and stuff like that that they have to pay these people too for being on the service. So, um, I don't know. It just I don't, really I don't understand beautiful. a whole you know 
process of it all, but for some reason they can claim that it's you, nobody can will ever be able to see it, and it this will you know. But you can look, be let's use Lightyear as an example. Run. I can go buy Lightyear right now. Can I not on iTunes or something? Probably. Uh, like yeah. surely I can buy. I'm gonna I'm gonna look right now. Do you you don't need to though? That's the thing. Well, no, and like that's, that so <laughs> that's I feel like that's the one that really started like like just completely shaken uh well that's their marketing strategy was incredibly confusing because nobody knew what the movie was supposed to be you know i don't understand like i knew what it was supposed to be it was supposed to be the the story that buzz Lightyear's toy is based off of like i thought that was really clear but like was it not clear no it's still not clear I was going to clarify can, and I still don't even remember. So, but it's been a while. You can buy Lightyear for $19.99 <laughs> or rent it for $5.99. Like, you don't need to. It's on Disney Plus. So you can watch no, it when not. you. I thought is, they took it off. No, not Lightyear. No. I thought Lightyear was the first one they were taking off. Okay. Well, no, no, no. This is no. a Jurassic Park podcast. I no, tried but, bringing it back to Chris Pratt, man. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about this in a little bit. I did mention an animated series uh, quietly before, but like you know, I think this this worries me for the future of you know the, the 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 future that we've all been talking about with Jurassic being on television or something like that. I uh, I know they were already hesitant to even go that route, right? It seemed like Frank was like, nah, the future, you know, we're not really thinking about television all that much. Futures, you know, in in film and stuff like that. But I, I don't I don't ever see that happening if the market like this is so bad and they're not getting the return on investment with stuff, even if it's like a big Marvel property and Frank being so close with Kathleen Kennedy and all that stuff. It, it just doesn't seem like, especially she, you know, they just put out Willow and then that was, re- that was w- removed. Willow was removed from, uh, uh, oh, like right you know, the TV Plus. show. Yeah. So it, it, it only aired earlier this year and then they took it off a little while later. So, mm-hmm. So that makes me worrisome for the future of Jurassic. But if we do have an animated series, which we'll talk about maybe later, but, uh, you know, I I guess everything's probably going to stay towards Netflix at this point because Netflix probably caused, they caused all this chaos. (laughs) And, Uh, but they're, you know, no, you don't think so? uh, No, Netflix had a good, I think Netflix had a great idea, which was a hub for home streaming content regardless of the distribution company. I would argue it's all these companies. It's it's Disney, it's Warner Brothers, it's Paramount. They all just got too greedy and they didn't they didn't really understand that like and we are in a recession, right? Like the everything's just mm. not so great financially, especially in the in the United States. And I inflation is up all over the place, right? We actually are having a pretty good inflation-wise in the United States by comparison to other countries. I think like when they started all this, it's like, and this is the this is what gets me about the 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 egos of entertainment CEOs. They all thought that everyone was gonna like shell out twenty dollars per service, like for forever, right? Like we were all just gonna spend a hundred dollars a month on streaming services when the the fall of cable was simply because people got fed up with paying a hundred dollars a month for yeah. entertainment that they didn't watch. Cable seems right? great right now. I'm, I'm ready for I, cable. cable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 
give me a little no a but little I, something table see you know, i do think bring it ne- back. netflix is a, a big conversation piece of course with the writer's strike too you know it's like they they need to be at the forefront of of doing something about that and and helping out their writers and um, I think they've caused a lot of chaos by think making everybody believe this was possible to host your own service and and take your content and put it on your thing. But now everybody's realizing, oh, we can't have our own content on our own thing. We have to license it out to people like Netflix. <laughs> so it's like this whole Dude. like horrible circle of you know failure all around. But Netflix is like you know shilling out money. They you know through the writer strike they're. I'm sure they're going to be fine for a while because I, you know, they, what is it? What did they say? They, they spent like $7 billion on content or something one year. Um, I'm sure they got content coming for, for ages. They won't be uh, worried, but Hey, with the writer's strike, we have to worry about, you know, of course the writers and everybody getting paid correctly. But like, if you're looking for content or anything like that, it might be a while, you know, even if there is an animated series, it might be, far off because they can't be writing about that right now they can't be making a show if there is a movie coming anytime can't be writing it right now you know it's got to be three has deadpool 3 has no improvisation in it that because it's mind-blowing that they continued making that movie which it's done i think they wrapped somehow or they're near wrapping or something like that's wild. I don't, I don't know why they did it because Ryan is credited as a writer, right, on that movie, so he can't even Which is why improv, he can't improv. Which yeah. is just wild. Wild. Like, I don't, I you know, I, I you know, there's going to be a big, like, next summer might be a horrible season for movies. <laughs> you know, it might be or interesting. Or the summer after. Or the summer it's going to go, man. this is I mean, going on for a very long time, you know, so it's going to impact a lot of things. There was a There was a time, when was that last one? 2000. 2000 or something, something seven like that. or eight so, yeah yeah and there was some bad stuff that came out around that time so you know but i mean jurassic guys let's let's get back on the jurassic so, yeah let's pull it back in yeah, yeah let's <laughs> rein right, so it back in that's our entertainment uh how long was that hour almost <laughs> no, no, 30, it was, 30 minutes 30 minutes it was like 30 um minutes. All right, so let's bring it to uh, Jurassic Park 30. We're going to talk about the 30th anniversary here. And um, it's funny know, because our last episode, we talked about what was coming for the 30th, and now it's all here. Mm. So let's talk about the reception to all of that. You know? Yeah, I thought that would be interesting because I, I did, you know, I had this conversation the other night on um, Victoria's Cantina, uh, Victoria Cantina's social hour. Um, and I talk about this with people in the community or whatever. I haven't really gotten your thoughts and feelings um, being where you are um, in the middle of the country. How has Jurassic Park 30 been for you? We are we are in July. Uh, so what's your take? I'm just, man, I'm in such a weird spot. Like, I don't want to get like too in the weeds, but I am in the process of buying a house and it is the worst thing I've ever had to do. Like, it's awful. It is just this like giant, like someone looking at your bank account all the time, like checking to make sure that you're not like charging a bunch. Like my realtor was like, don't charge anything. Everything you do pay cash. Like she's like, do not charge stuff, which is how I pre-order. Like we'll get to that (laughs) target. Target just is literally like constantly cycling through my my dynamics. Like ding, 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 ding. Like, and then, like, do you have any? Do you have the funds? Do you have the funds? Do you have the funds? Ding, no, ding. I don't. <laughs> um, but so 
I haven't been able to just like throw money to the pre-order wind like I would kind of like to. Um, but I mean, I don't, I guess I didn't even really, really realize that like Jurassic June had just come and gone. I've been so busy, you know? Um, I did dive back into Jurassic World Evolution for a bit, had a blast like doing that. Um, I do find oh, yeah, myself like, right. recreating the same islands like over and over again, but I wanted to jump in for some of those new decorations and it's fantastic like that team continues to do great work i th i think we're still missing one or two species that were ever seen on film but i think the rumor kind of is is they that they will deliver on those at some point um but jurassic world evolution 2 has been kind of my jurassic june i guess if i'm okay being fully honest with you um so you're saying it's been a huge bummer okay um i don't know if it i, <laughs> I don't know if, if bummer is the right words i just no, feel i like just right said that now, because i don't play the game ever and i i have oh, not played it for over a year <laughs> i just think that like Sorry, right now frontier. right now feels like well that's all right i gave it high praise like frontier come on back. no look and i agree i think it looks like it's a great game i just can't bring myself to play it ever for some reason it just will not call You're, to me you, what you need to do and i think i've said this Forget your PS4 SKU. Get throw that thing away. Trash. All right. Get the PS5 SKU. Oh, you know what? Never mind because it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't unlock everything. You still have to unlock things. Which I thought they said they did an update where they unlocked everything, but like I was at my in-laws' house because it was free on PlayStation Network this last month. Mm, yeah. And I jumped in. I was like, oh, just do sandbox, but like half the stuff's not available. So I don't know. I. I yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the whole deal is with that. But um, but yeah, I, everything that I saw that came to the game, I think that was really cool. All the 30th stuff. Um, it looked like a really nice update. Um, I wanted to think about playing at some point, but I never did. I just think that it feel it does feel like that post Jurassic Park three world where we don't we don't know what's happening. We don't really know what's coming down the pipe. It seems like I mean, Mattel, I feel like, is kind of keeping the ball rolling out of, you know, whether that's out of, like, we and we can get to this in a little bit, but, like, it's, like, does Jurassic sell as well as we all thought it did? Like, I don't, I don't know anymore, you know? And it's, like, we're in a recession. I'm buying a house, like, I'm buying a house when interest rates have probably never been higher. Like, mm. they're absolutely terrible. Like, so, I, if I'm feeling it, I feel like everyone else in the country's got to be feeling it too, right? Like, I just, sure. I don't know, man. Maybe I think the time of luxury, and I think that might also be playing into some of this Hollywood stuff we're talking about too, right? Like, yeah. yeah well, I am sure. paying X amount of dollars for streaming, so I'm not going to go spend $20 to take my family to the movie tonight, right? Because mm. I'm already paying, like, like everyone's kind of like pinching pennies a little bit. Yeah, um, let's not let's be honest. The movies are expensive. Like, it's very expensive to go to the the movies these days. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, well, I, you know, so your consensus is: did, did you did you feel the love for the thirtieth anniversary? Just tell me. Be honest. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but again, I'm dude. I'm completely devoid. Like it's at Aaron D. Buyer over on Twitter. Nope, there is none. I it mean, doesn't exist. You, you're gonna get kicked off pretty soon if if not already. You should check. Wait, what? I mean, who knows? Wait, what? With, Elon is going to be like, hey, dude, this dude hasn't tweeted. I'm going to kill his account. 
Is this a that's, real thing? That's a real thing, man. You better look out, man. You might not be there anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You might. It, I don't know what the timeline was, but uh, that was one of the rumors there or talked about. What do I got to do? Tweet to keep it alive? You got to tweet, man. You got to you got to be active somehow. Um, Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> log. This is gonna be a live reaction to see if I still exist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it looks like I still exist. Okay, good. All right. He's still there. But you, it yeah, took him a long time to get there. So that just wait, shows. Wait, How do I tweet? How? Oh, yeah, okay. I can still post a tweet. I mean, like, again, this totally just goes like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm on you. I, I watch YouTube now and I do this podcast with you yeah. once every 60 days. And that's kind of my internet life at this point. Like, you know, I just. I don't know. Um, sure. No, and I, I guess th that I think that's interesting, though, for me to to ask and see how you feel about the thirtieth being, you know, kind of removed from the scenario. Um, so that's interesting. You know, it's kind of non-existent for you then. You know, outside of those. Well, it just the, got to be. What I learned about myself, and maybe as people go back to the office, like they're getting pulled back in, but like my existence online existed in i'm at the office i'm bored so i'm online or i'm on the bus so i'm listening to podcasts and i'm getting i'm listening to like like when i was in toronto doing public transit dude there was not enough content to keep my i'll say 15 hours of commute every week like mm -hmm. occupied yeah right yeah and i literally dude i maybe get through one or two because i like long format stuff too and so like I maybe get through one or two different podcasts a week now when, like I said before, of the 20 channels I was following podcast wise, there was not enough, yeah. you know? Um, and I just think that like now that I'm, I'm still work from home, I'm still just like really involved in like, I, I'm, I'm making like weird adult decisions where I'm kind of like, hmm, would I rather have a Jurassic Park gate? Or do I want a refrigerator in my house when I move? <laughs> I know. I know. We'll, we'll like, talk about I got to we'll, think about we'll... these stupid things. Like, dude, for the first time <laughs> in my life, I have to buy a lawnmower. A lawnmower. Bro. I have a spare one. You want to come get it? It's uh, all the way out dude, here. Yeah, here. please, dude. This is costing a fortune. Why does I'll anyone want to own anything? I'll, Rent ship it. I'll ship it to you at some point. Do you believe me? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you put it with my dress? Dude, don't. don't sh well... I shouldn't say don't ship my Jurassic Park stuff. I'm here for a little bit longer, Brad. So like, if you can ship it before I move, that'd be great. All right, all right. I'll try. I'll, I'll definitely try at some point. Uh, you know, right. the same time you you see the Flash or uh, whatever the other movie was. Um, but yeah, I, but so I, no, but like for real, like I am so far like removed, right? Like I feel like the things that I loved in in film are just not existent anymore. Like I don't feel like. I don't feel like Marvel is the Marvel that I kind of came up with. I don't feel that DC is the DC I'm interested in. I don't feel that, uh, I mean, I got like Jurassic. I just feel like it's kind of over at this point. Like I just, I'm so far removed from like you guys, I worked in the Hollywood studio industry, like for almost 20, I loved movies and I just. Now he uh, hates movies. No, um. I don't hate them. But it's just like, it's even, it's just crazy. Like I think about, I think about, how many how many PlayStation exclusive games I played during the PS4 era, and now I think about how I'm haven't touched God of War, Final Fantasy 16, or 
there was another one that I like haven't touched yet. It's like, but I'll play Fortnite once a week or twice a week, you know, like mm-hmm. things are changing, man. And I, I think maybe not for the good on my end, right? Like I'm definitely stuck in my ways. Wow. Sounds like he's, uh, he's not loving the 30th at least. That's what it sounds like to me. I just, I, I don't, um, I didn't see really what came out of it. Like, uh, well, yeah, I think that's part of the conversation, right? It's like, um, I've heard from a lot of people, not just maybe you right now, but like a lot of people are saying, you know, 30th didn't really do much, nothing for them, nothing for them to Was it supposed nothing to? for them to do, um, just merchandise. But what, what was there for the 25th other than merchandise? And there was one event in LA. Yeah, there was that, that event. Um, okay. So but, yeah, that's, that's a really hard year to judge just because. Fallen Kingdom also came out that year, so it was like yeah, okay. These yeah. added events and added things because of the budget that they I'm, have for that year and whatever it is for the movie. So I, things I'm are not trying to be negative. Different. No, I just I, don't I understand it. like what anybody thought was going to happen. Like, like I said, the, that's the, it. The thing that's, that that's where I knew where I knew they weren't. Like I said, and I think I said this on the last episode where I knew that they weren't really going to do much was when they released new covers of. The Jurassic Park movies on 4K, like five months before the 30th anniversary. Like, I think mm-hmm. I got those new covers, which are awesome. I think I got them right around when Fallen Kingdom was coming out on blue on DVD, and it was like, okay, so they're surely not going to release another version of Jurassic Park that's like the version I want, which is like the full frame, the real color. Well, like, when you think you know, about hey these these studios aren't uh aren't making their money at the box office as much as they they're sure like. as not gonna release they're, they're, a blu-ray well they you know that's the problem is like blue dvd sales are not what they used to be either but like they're out there trying to put these exclusives on the table like make you buy this cover make you buy that cover walmart and target now have like i think i think target has them but like specific dvd cover like the actual like not a blu-ray but a dvd copy that have like cool Dude, covers. And I'm like, I, what is I've bought a few of them. <laughs> what is up with DVD? Dude, I, I was at Walmart. What is it? And it's like DVDs all over the place. I'm yeah. like, where is 4K? Like, I, I mean, know, I, like, okay, granted, like Walmart. Of, Walmart has. Right here. Like this one. This one right here. I, I just got it because it was Beetlejuice and it was a sick cover. And it, But it's just a DVD. It's just a standard DVD in a slip yeah. cover. But like, but like, I think that's the why point. Why is DVD like, back? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think this is the reason. It's just to get people to to buy a little collectible thing, you know. I just, but but Brad, DVD isn't the. It might be the most like saturated, and I guess that's got to be it, right? Is like everyone's probably got something that plays a DVD, right? Because like, so all right, like let's look at Walmart, right? Like the clientele of Walmart. These are low to middle to maybe upper high like people like you're not getting like the elites shopping at walmart right but is blu-ray and 4k is that for the elites <laughs> no i don't know what it is i think it literally like, I just comes down it. to like yeah i don't know why they, they just have those bargain bins full of just piles of dvds it must be like you know how like secondhand stuff goes to like a five below or something like that, like a dollar. I feel like Walmart is the place where like, everybody's like, well, we got all these DVDs from the years. So let's just throw them in these bins at Walmart. I guess. Do you think, do you think the DVDs get sent back to the studio and repackaged and then shipped to Walmart? Probably. I mean like that one, I'm I'm sure they just had this 
DVD of Beetlejuice, and they're like, let's put a Halloween style cover oh, on it. And because they, that and was just a slipcover, they just didn't even slip put cover. like a new sleeve no, in there. The, the the DVD is exactly the same case and everything. It's just a slipcover, and they do this constantly. There's constantly new slipcovers <laughs> all Why the time. Why not do it with a format that matters? I, I don't especially, know, yeah. like, I don't. They don't do it with formats that matters. Just especially, the, which is like think, crazy, right? Because everything you buy now. So, all right, DVD succeeded because of the PlayStation 2, right? The PlayStation 2 was the first affordable DVD player. For younger audiences, DVD players were like $600 until the PS2 came out, and it was like $300 for a DVD player. Then the PS3 did the same thing with Blu-ray, where like mm-hmm. PS3 wasn't doing good, but as soon as they bundled in, buy a PS3 and get like 10 Blu-rays. That's why I wanted it, boom. yeah. Right. So then Sony snubs 4K, Xbox one uh, S has a 4k player. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I got an Xbox one S for that same mentality where I was like, Oh, this is the, this is the most affordable 4k player out there. And one day I'm going to have a 4k TV and I'm going to want to watch 4k movies. I might as well start buying the patch now. Right. So, but now like Xbox series S X PlayStation five, like, uh, Xbox, like there, you can get affordable 4K players that also do other things. So, like, I don't really understand why. I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why Walmart has DVDs. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I, I have to assume that a lot of people are not uh, just don't care about quality, you know. And uh, y- you know, you go to you go to some family member's house, and like they've got the true motion kind of tv going on and they're you know they're just they'll just pick up a dvd because it was right there i don't think they i don't think people care you know as much as you'd think it's like i don't know i i think uh that's nuts to plus me. i want I, they just to want me. to make money off those covers i guess the slip covers but um but yeah so i think overall bringing it back to drastic there there just hasn't been uh, a huge hype surrounding the 30th right so you're not it's not reaching you out there it's it's um you know it's barely a part of stores every now and then you'll see like uh like a, a Hammond collection that has the 30th logo on it or something and maybe like i don't know does the, the the retro stuff i don't even know if that has the 30th on it there's some lego sets that probably have the 30th yeah. on it so it, it's like it's not really and I, I know target has done the big you know banner i think memes made that and uh so that's out there but uh you know those things come and go within a week or two sometimes they're like they're yeah. there and they're gone um but uh and plus i think the fact that they've been stretching the 30th so it's not even over it's not over because even though J- june 11th came and went they only put out one tweet on the 30th day like the actual day of the 30th they put out one tweet about, and it was like i don't know and then, and then there was like one retweet or something i think but um so they haven't really been hyping it up, but I think what it comes down to is people this month had to really like it was a DIY uh, 30th anniversary. You know, you had to kind of make it for yourself. So you had to sure. go out of your way to buy the merchandise uh, to find it somewhere, wherever it was. Um, in my case, like I, I did travel down to Orlando to go to the tribute store to go to the um, the uh, escape room and go on the rides and hang out with Jurassic friends. And actually I got, I did get to see the movie the day before on the, on uh, June 10th. 
So like that was like one of the only places that, and I think Universal Hollywood was some of the only places playing the movie during that weekend. <laughs> and and so like nobody really, unless you went out of your way, like I did, um, unless you did, you had no way to really celebrate. So it's kind of it was kind of like no, mm, you know, you know what's funny? What we is. did have Jurassic Park play here for the 30th anniversary. We oh, had to play you? in the theater. Yeah, but like I won't, I won't go see Jurassic Park in a theater when it's not like nationally marketed as being back. And I'll tell you why. I went to see Jurassic Park at Universal City Walk when I was living in Orlando once, mm-hmm. and I went and saw it, and it was the worst experience I've ever seen watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> the sound was awful, and I'm sorry, dude. Jurassic Park won Best Sound Oscar for a reason, right? Like, and I would even say like Jurassic Park three onward has never had the sole rumbling audio that -hmm. Jurassic Park delivers, right? Like Jurassic Park, like the dinosaurs still don't feel like they're canned audio. Whereas like every movie after Jurassic Park, it sounds like they play the T-Rex sound effect. And like, that's it. Like Jurassic Park still feels handcrafted. And like when that T-Rex roars, your body shakes, right? Yeah. If you're in a good theater. So I went and saw it at Universal Orlando. And... I had a friend who worked there once and I was like, dude, that was awful. He goes, yeah, they only play like the DVD. Walmart. <laughs> they went there. dude. What? They're like, we got to play what? this. We forgot to get the copy. Bro. <laughs> Universal Studios only plays the DVD. Universal hates <laughs> Jurassic. All right. Like, well, look, I don't know what, I don't know what copy they played, but we, we had a lot of fun in the theater. Um, I I was out there with a few people, and I know my wife was sitting there with me. Um, Emmy, who works down at Universal, you may have seen yep. Emmy in some of the marketing materials that came out just before the thirtieth. Um, and we were just cracking jokes like the whole time, kind of treating it like a uh, what's that movie, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of event. You know, we're just like having a yeah. good time in the theaters. That's what I think it deserves. And I feel like they need to like market something like that where people can come and just be rowdy, have a good time, quote everything, like hum the 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 music and roar out loud if they want to. Like I feel like they need to have events like that. Like I remember Emmy leaned over when uh, the <laughs> it was the very beginning of the movie. They bring in the um, the crate with the raptor and, and just like it's very scary, tense moment. Emmy leans over and goes, "What's in, what do you think is in that thing?" And I was just, and I was like dying laughing. And then I think I might have said like a big bird or something like that. And then it turned into big bird. And then it was just this whole thing throughout the rest of the movie we kept cracking up about. So, you know, this this 30th was about making your own experiences and having your own good time, I think. I mean, I still think to this day, my my best, aside from maybe the day I saw it, which I don't remember because I was seven, but like, I still think my best Jurassic experience was going to see the 3D version after we had worked oh, on it. Of course. And of course it was. I'm gonna bring it back to that. <laughs> but like, dude, in in Los Angeles, the AMC and Burbank, man, like the IMAX, when that first boom hit, people went nuts. It was like being at the Avengers, dude. Boom. And like the whole audience just like went crazy. And then some woman. I'll say two or three seats down for me. She has clearly never seen this movie. And to be in the audience with and watch this person who has never seen this movie, like scream at the, at the moments that 
Yeah. You know that someone you know who's been watching coming. it for 25 yeah. years. Like, you know they're coming. So it's kind of like you're just, like, waiting for it. And to see someone who has never seen this movie and, like, clearly doesn't know what to expect. Dude, that's just – it's, like, still magical, man. It's still magical. Like, And that was the 20th anniversary for the 30 uh, – That was the 20th um, anniversary. Yeah. So, what? wait. What, do you remember when did that come out um, for the 30, uh, 20th? Or, like – like April, maybe. I don't think it was June. I think it was okay. like April something. So I mean, hey, they had a because that wasn't it clearly was a... that wasn't clearly a twentieth anniversary. They weren't doing twentieth anniversary. Sure, I think. I think they were. Yeah, I think the first big one was twenty five. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, I just, I don't. I, I, I we we go through a lot, you know, celebrating all these things, and I wanted a big thirtieth anniversary, but at the same time, I'm like. Well, we're gonna have to do this in a like a few more years for the Lost World thirty, you know. And uh, tw- uh, what year is it? So 20- who's doing it? Like, it's totally gonna. I don't be even know what year again, it is. Right? Like twenty twenty seven. Yeah, it's just gonna be us again doing this again because they definitely don't care about the Lost World. Um, and and then you know we're gonna have to celebrate. Did we do the twentieth of? I think we did the twentieth of. Yeah, we did the twentieth for JP three, but then we we go to get twenty five for JP three. So it's like constant. I feel like there's just anniversary. This is like anniversary season the next few years. So like, let's just. I think I think we just need to chill on the anniversary. We don't need to celebrate every anniversary. Um, but um, but yeah, I think for thirty, it should have been big, and it it had a lot of stuff to do, a lot of merch to get. But again, is everybody buying stuff? I don't know. Um, was there enough to experience? I don't know. I know that um, they did have. Uh, let's see. I did have something here. We we had put up an article um, quickly, and I know the thing. The tickets like went out already, so um, uh, they did just kind of announce this just the other day um, that they're doing a step into Jurassic fan experience. Uh, out at San Diego Comic-Con. So you are able to go out to San Diego Comic-Con towards the end of uh, July in the 21st and 22nd and um, basically do something similar to like what you did, what what was available in Universal Orlando with the tribute store that had like photo ops and stuff like that. There was a lot of photo ops in that tribute store. And um, this one has, you know, a T-Rex photo op. They mentioned like a Dilophosaur uh, attack um, photo op. So there's cool stuff like that. I, I, as far as I know, like it sounded like the tickets like were gone instantly, and it seems like a lot of people didn't even get a chance to go, and it was free, so it was a free offering. So I don't know if that just went to bots or what, but um, I didn't really hear from anybody that was able to get tickets, so I'm not really sure who did or didn't. So um, that's you know they're they're continuing the 30th through July, um, and then you know at some point down the line we might have some some screenings at some point. I know they mentioned at some point we would get them, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been an interesting past month. I, I, I'm like, do we continue celebrating? Do we, I know like this is going through July, but do do we keep talking about 30? Do we keep, uh, this machine going? What do you think? I mean, considering like, you're right. Jurassic park 3d is now 10 years old. Like, why was that not released? Like and yeah. market it again, right? Like, like, yeah. The, With the poster, they've the, got a great poster for it. They should have just put that poster out again, and just <laughs> this is a this is a joke because the poster was hideous. Um, 
that lenticular garbage. <laughs> no, the actual the poster with the gates that said 3D was not terrible. Okay. Oh no, that was fine. Yeah. It wasn't fine. wasn't whatsoever. It wasn't accurate whatsoever. It's the anything. objects in the mirror are uh, closer than like they the appear. The objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. The particular <laughs> thing is complete garbage. Like, I don't Just terrible. Why that exists. But yeah, uh, we don't need like, to talk about that for another but, hour. But but that was kind of like what I was saying. Like they they did that for the twentieth, even if they didn't in necessarily intend to do it for the uh, for the twentieth. But it's something that came out during that year. For the twenty fifth, they had an event. You know, for the thirtieth, we did get a tribute store. You know, you know what? But like that is be. kind of tangential. That's like a a, a a thing that Universal Studios Florida put together. That's like not even like a a true piece of the festivities I feel yeah. like because they probably would have done that anyway you know I just I think about like you know when Jurassic having its renaissance from Jurassic World to basically I'm gonna actually say that Dominion was not even part of its renaissance like I would say like Jurassic World through Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom right like had such a renaissance of the movie's in 3D the movie is playing here the movie has a live orchestra the movie is getting uh extended soundtracks being released the movie's getting mondo covers the movie's getting uh new toys by mattel the movie like they had done everything in a five-year period it's like what what would why would jurassic park with a live orchestra at 30 be any more special at 30 than it was at 27 or 28 you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like they didn't save anything special for the 30th and so the 30th yeah. came when it was like okay we've done everything we can possibly do yeah, and and they, I know they had talked about, um, you know, behind the scenes looks and stuff like that. And uh, there was like, I don't know, maybe like one little clip kind of thing that they put out on YouTube. Just had cast interviews from like the the Dominion press tour. Um, yeah, and and maybe the added Joseph Mazzello and Ariana uh, Richards, and that that was a great to see them, Alex and Tim, there back, and then. Uh, the social media aspect has been a little weird. Uh, I know uh, you haven't really maybe seen it too no, much, pretty, but there's been a I'm there's a been a out. there's been a lot of weird, uh, strange posts um, that like I, I, they feel like they're trying to be hip, trying to be cool, and they're not exactly hitting the mark there. And I know a lot of people have been complaining about that. Um, and and another <laughs> post, another post that was for Father's Day, it was it kind of cracked me up because like it was a it was an Ian Malcolm post, and on the on the picture it said "Father to one, Daddy to all," and and then everybody's like, "But he has more than one kid. He's got five. And then and then Universal's like, "Scratch that, delete." <laughs> And then they took down the picture and, and they just put up the picture with no text on it. Changed the text to say father to five, daddy to all. <laughs> so it's just like it's just a it's weird so time. They, they they had a weird post about different stuff that like everybody was ragging on. And then over the past few days, I feel like they've they've kind of stepped into some good territory by actually posting like behind the scenes looks and some really cool like old video and stuff like that from the set um so i think like they're they're kind of hitting it right now um they're they're finding their stride so hopefully they kind of stay on that and it really i think it marked like the the time when uh bd wong actually took over the handle i don't even know if you heard about that but bd wong uh, bd wong took over the handle for jurassic world and was answering mm -hmm. 
answering questions like very candidly and like answering That's honestly awesome. and and it was real it felt real there was a real person behind that account um you know not just somebody writing random text about the movie it was actually somebody that had heart and feeling about this who cared and i think that was like a a a uh, real change for that account and they've you know ever since i feel like they've been posting some good stuff um so that was that was really cool to see uh especially you know just bd being very honest about things and um you know telling bigots to go away and uh telling like you know honest disappointment about his character and stuff like that so there is really really cool really what, cool to see so i i yeah i did i guess miss that what would he, what did he say was disappointing but was he disappointed that they they clearly it's, changed his ending. Clearly. Well, yeah, it's well, no, I mean, it was a uh, disappointment actually, and and very like pointed disappointment with the original movie, and his his inclusion in that movie because if you think about Jurassic Park and Doctor Wu's role in that book, much bigger role, much uh, you know bigger part of that movie and a grander death and all that stuff, and he he got a lot to do, and then when he shows up for his you know his role, it's one little scene and you're done one in and out you know so well he clearly knew that before he got that job like sure 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 but like i think you maybe expect more or something going into it but um and and also you know at that time you know i think he really and it's probably is accurate that it's a it's a race uh race issue at that point where yeah it's like we're gonna minimize his role and um and give it to everybody else do let them do all the uh heavy lifting everybody else but and and it's funny because they kind of leaned on him in the in the the future installments and uh he was very grateful it, for that too you know it is really interesting right that you bring this up because i'm i as, as you were talking about this i'm like if, if jurassic park was made today he would have been he would have been put in there at a in a major role in a, in a major way not i don't actually well, think because it was i don't think it would have been because I just I just have a hard time wondering is is it would it be because he actually had a large role in the book it would it be like to use it as marketing as like look at our diverse like movies in the 90s were not made to like really represent the book like movies in the 90s were really boiled down to its core elements and like when I'm reading Jurassic Park I don't look at, at Wu as like he's a lot of exposition he's a lot of like like science talk like he's kind of like we need Wu to like explain things that you're reading on the page. But like, I feel like in a movie, you don't necessarily need that character a ton, right? Like it, it's, it is such like a fast paced um, ending to that movie. And it's like, you can't, yeah. you can't necessarily fit all of that stuff in there. So I, I absolutely think he, you know, is, is accurate in, in his you know, experience and what he's saying about, you know, his experience with that role and not getting as much credit uh, for that character and, and doing enough with the character. But like, you know, uh, yeah, sure. At the same time, it like everything was kind of cut <laughs> to an extent. Um, yeah. And, and they have to cut somewhere, I guess. But um, but I'm glad that they uh, they really made that character something, even though he hasn't had a ton of screen time, he has been very influential to uh the sequels you know um so that's that's been awesome that's been awesome and, yeah, and, he's, I don't and necessarily... he's, he's been in more movies than almost everybody um so that's really cool it seems unfortunate especially like it wasn't like he was a huge actor either like i'm, I'm like i don't even know if I, I just don't know how i feel about it like if the movie was remade today 
I'd like to think that they would integrate him more, but would they? I don't know. I well, feel yeah, like if, you could tell the, movie, the same story. If the movie was remade, like, yeah, you, you would probably do something very similar, I would assume, because there's just not enough time to tell the entire story. Um, right. But if you're doing like a TV show uh, that has like multi multiple episodes oh, or something like on. you could expand on. that character all the way and have the full story and not go the route of the Jurassic World series and actually, you know, uh, kill the character off. But uh, luckily they luckily they didn't do that, you know, because then we wouldn't get B.D. Wong uh, and maybe nothing you know like luckily they didn't imagine if they did do that where does that leave the rest of the how franchise, much you know i mean like dude think about the last three movies he gives so much gravity and he gives so much yeah. credibility to those movies if it was just random science guy five that like is like some new sign mean, i mean uh, i think they like would have birthday eddie or whatever he was from uh camp cretaceous <laughs> random uh, science I guy finished I didn't finish Camp Cretaceous. It was like season one, dude. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no recollection of this series whatsoever. Um, but like, no, like I just feel like if it was similar to like how I felt about Dodson in Dominion, like they kept trying to tell me that this is Dodson, and I was just like, no, but it's not. Like you, maybe you should have called him something else. Like I, I thought maybe it would hit harder. Like I thought maybe I'd be cool with this, but like. The character mannerisms were not mannerisms were not at all the same as how Dodson acted in the first movie. Like this this yeah. Tim Cook version yeah. of Dodson, I just wasn't like really gelling with. And so I just feel like to to have done something like that with Wu or quote a scientist who's creating more dinosaurs, it's like he gives so much credibility to the new trilogy. Like mm -hmm. it's, he, it would be he, devastating not to have him. He of course is the same actor. So he, he can, you can sense it a little bit easier with him that like, it's the same person. He's doing the same stuff. And, but it does feel like some actors could portray the same character 30 years later. And you'd be like, ah, he just doesn't feel the same to me anymore. Um, but, but, but he did, he felt, you know, he felt real. He felt like the same character, but you, you always knew that there was something else behind everything he did. And, and I'm still not even sure I have that answer, but, um well even in the first movie i love it he's he does give a little his performance to me does give a little sense of like not, i don't want to say Arrogan. i don't think burnout is the right phrase there's a little bit of arrogance because like when when they're like well how do you know they're you know if he's like well we we, we denied him like yeah we, and then like when someone he i forget what is he, what he, i forget what the line is before but he looks at them and he goes so you're suggesting what like yeah. x y and z like like do you not think i've thought of this like i'm the creator yeah. here right like yeah his delivery his delivery in that movie is great man like i i love his character yeah it's yeah i can't imagine what it would have been like if if they did actually go the route of um including him more and and cutting his uh character you know out of the future of the franchise um so i mean definitely stinks that he didn't really get what he wanted necessarily out of the character back then. Um, I appreciate him being upfront and honest about that experience and maybe not loving it. Um, but like the fact that it brought us this great character and a uh, fun story for the rest of the uh, movies is pretty good. Pretty good. So it was nice to see him though on social media. Um, but outside of that, it's like there, there really hasn't been a ton um, 30th anniversary stuff, but what do you think we uh, should we move on to the next topic here? 
Let's do it, man. Let's let's just change the pace just a little bit. Um, we'll come back around to um, Mattel in a little bit, but um, let's go over to Prime One Studios and just take a look at some uh, items that are coming soon here. Uh, the first one. And Prime One, of course, if you don't know, they, they do like really, really um, like high end statues, high end statues. Yeah, yeah, very, very incredible looking stuff. Very expensive, usually. Um, and the first one here that they say is coming soon is the Jurassic Park three Velociraptor female. And it is a one sixth scale statue. Uh, it's available for pre-order soon ish, I guess, in the future. Again, with all Jurassic stuff sometime in the future. We don't really know, um, <laughs> but uh, but this looks great. At least the uh, renders, unpainted sculpt, whatever that is. I don't know what it is, but it looks great. Whatever that picture is there, um, yeah. Uh, the the fe female raptor looks really cool there, and then the other one was down a little bit, and it is the male velociraptor from Jurassic Park three as well. Again, one sixth scale, and looks really cool. Looks really cool. It looks like it has like a little um, tree and some, maybe a plant next to it as well. So it's not just the the figure itself, the animal. Uh, there's a little bit more to it. So very cool. Uh, the Jurassic Park three statues are probably going to be really nice, I would assume, and probably pretty well painted, looking pretty good. But yeah, as always, probably uh, probably very expensive. Uh, <laughs> Taking a look, I want to take a look here. You can you can comment. I just typed Jurassic into their things, and they've got a bunch of raptor sculpts. That like some of them are a hundred dollars. Now I wonder what scale these are at a hundred. These are not the same scale. There are a hundred dollar ones, but they are uh, a little bit different. Let me just bring it up here. Come on, uh, the scale I forget what it is, but it is one tenth scale, so not the same. And then when we go yeah. down a little bit, there is a one sixth scale Velociraptor with some ferns and plants and stuff or whatever. Uh, and this is one six scale, yep, and it is three. Oh no, I'm sorry, eight hundred ninety nine dollars. No, eight hundred ninety nine dollars. You can see it in our video up there. Um, but this is probably what we're looking at because it's just a Jurassic Park Velociraptor. Looks great. Looks really nice. It's got a little stump, some plants, the ground. Um, yeah, one six scale, eight hundred ninety nine dollars. So I'm assuming that these JP three ones will probably be in that range. Um, I'm guessing, but, uh, I think it's probably a safe bet. So if you want to spend a lot of money, <laughs> you can do so on the JP three Raptors. I dude, I love prime ones work so much when it comes to Jurassic. I don't own anything of it. And I think part of that is me. Part of that is that I Jurassic entered the collectible market way too late and <laughs> i think I, I think there was a and again this boils back to universal kind of dropping the ball on understanding they have a collectible ip right um i just for my own journey when i got really into collectibles it was the marvel stuff and then the dc stuff and then it was like i was continuing down that path and then when Jurassic did enter into the collectible market, it entered in with Chronicle, which majorly burned me. I feel like as far I, I say majorly burned me, but you know it was lackluster. Everyone's kind of uh, yeah 
acceptance of those statues. And Prime One comes along and it's like, hey, here's the savior, right? But then look at the price, $8.99 for some of these items. It's too, it's too, it, it, it is too much yeah. for me. Um, yeah, you make some good points about the entry of the high-end market, I think, for for Jurassic. Like, you had already decided on other properties. Um, I had, um, oh, man, I guess back in 2008, 2009, whenever it was released, I don't know, um, I had my first, like, statue figure here, this Indiana Jones from Crystal Skull, and like yeah. I cherish cherish that so much. It's like such a fun little piece. It comes with the the fridge and everything. And it wasn't until like last year or the year before, whenever that was, that I got these these other two, um, Anakin Anakin and uh, Ahsoka, like high end statues. But outside well, of that, did like, order, did you order Padme? No. Outside of those, I don't have any other high end statues. But like. So for me, it's like those, you know, those are usually like the 250 range or something like that. I forget. Yeah. What he was, yeah. But like, yeah. so, um, hey, they're the range of like a Mattel, you know, kind of crowdfund. Um, so but they're very, very nice, very awesome, really highly detailed and come with a ton of little pieces and stuff. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, Jurassic has has been way up here like $899, $1,000, $2,000. So it's literally like you could pay that much to go to Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, but it's it's a lot. So it's uh, it's not anything that I think I'll ever really dive into, uh, like the high-end Jurassic stuff. And I know you mentioned being burned by Chronicle. And I, I know like Mattel has kind of dipped their toes into that water a little bit. Not not the high high end, but like their high end, their their consideration of high end, like the Amber collection or the Hammond collection. You know, sometimes you can get burned by some of those, and you're like, why am I even doing this? Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's like they don't really know how to handle the collectors. It seems like right, like it's like a little. Well, tough, and then, I mean, and we'll, I, so definitely, I, we're gonna weave slowly into the next part of this conversation too with collecting. It's like, do they know what what there is for collectors or what they want? Or I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think that like some of this conversation naturally leads into the Mattel discussion, and it's like on both fronts. What I can say about everything is the work is beautiful. There's no denying, like, I, I don't think there's any denying that any of these Prime 1 figures aren't amazing. Oh, yeah, um, they like, look I'm, great. Like, I'm looking now, and it's like, like, if I had to pick, if you said to me, Aaron, you can pick one Prime 1 item, right? I had to pay for it myself, okay? But oh, if you're I had paying to pick for one, it? Oh, um, okay. I had to pay for it myself. <laughs> this is the rule of this game, okay? Okay. I think I'm picking... I'm picking... You can't even see them, I, but I'm picking these guys because they're probably... Oh, no, they're $210. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm picking... like as an, Even though it's not my favorite Ooh. movie, I, I think I'm still picking T-Rex with the gyrosphere and the Carno because I worked on that movie, and I feel like that would be something behind me in a phone, in, in, a, in a Zoom interview where I could point to and be like, yeah, I worked on that movie, and that was basically like... Aside from Jurassic Park 3D, but that was kind of like a, a redo. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom being the original run that I worked on and having my name in the credit on that specific one. That to me is like my crowning achievement in in my career, right? 
And so sure. even though I don't love that movie, if I'm going to pick a, it's the, what's the worst one? $1,500. I'm going to pick a $1,500 statue. That's the one that's that <laughs> is going behind me. Um, yeah. See, like I'm scrolling through all of these ones and there are some really, really incredible ones. Even like the lower end ones, like the hundred dollar ones look great. Like as far as I great. can tell, like this Spinosaurus for $100, like, or 140. I thought it said 100 on the last page. Um, Still looks awesome. It looks, looks fantastic. Like that looks great. Like that is, is more up my alley. But I, I'm wondering, like, is the fact that we have had um, low-end collectibles f forever for Jurassic, really, you know, like we've mm -hmm. had them since 1993 with, the uh kenner stuff, kenner stuff hasbro yeah. mattel literally everybody we, we, we've had so much stuff funko pop and lego and and there's so much low end that i'm like it's almost like burnt out on like uh, do i want to put another do i want to get a high end of this uh, figure that i also have several of the other kinds you know do i want another one on top but this of this is you, where this is where we're going to start getting into the differences between a Star Wars collector and a Jurassic collector. I hmm. feel, and I think Mattel is maybe, and we'll get there, I think they're maybe learning that lesson, right? Jurassic, as much as we all want it to be Star Wars, it is not, right? And most of these things on Prime 1 are still like in stock, in stock, pre-order, pre-order. Like there's, there's yeah. very sporadically ones that are sold out. And if you look at the ones that are sold out, they are iconic uh imagery you know like the triceratops that looks like almost like a maquette the t-rex in front of the paddock Come on. um the yeah, standard this... velociraptor like like these are all like iconic Im images that are sold out and anything that's like kind of not although i like the rotunda i don't understand why like 899 that should be i feel like that should be sold out um no rotunda's two thousand dollars Rotunda T Rex eight ninety nine. Oh, up here there's a different one. Yeah, there's they, oh, they like other... double up. They like double up on all this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I just I feel like maybe this is I'm I'm trying to discover this reason right now. But like maybe I'm just burnt out on the collection of of Jurassic because we do have so much stuff, and the fact that Mattel has not stopped ever. You know, since picking up that license yeah, in 20, uh, whatever, 18, 17, whenever yeah. that was. Um, so, you know, if I am going to pick up a high-end thing, I'm, I'm, and it's probably going to be a, a human figure for me, you know, like a Star Wars figure or Indiana Jones. Like, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to see, you know, there has been actually some reveals of all the Indiana Jones stuff, and it's like, man, they look good. And plus, like, I, I, I like a good six-inch line and stuff like that, so... Yeah. Um, you know, they've obviously gotten rid of that, but, uh, and even when they did have it, it was like, it was, it was good ish. It was fine, but like not perfect. And it was not anywhere near like photo real on some of these humans and stuff like that. Um, but Hey, Indiana Jones has been coming out with a bunch. Um, and they look, do awesome. the new hot toys, Indiana Jones. And... Oh, well, hot toys. Yeah. But I mean, I mean the Hasbro Dude. stuff. <laughs> hey, you say hot toys. Yeah. But have you seen the Supergirl? I, I yeah I have yeah I know there's not a lot of uh, love for the likeness, yikes right yikes 
But the ha- the right. Indiana Jones one I thought looked really good. I think that was Hot Looks Toys, right? Great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm debating, I'm debating pre-ordering that guy. The thing is, I have a I have a Raiders that looks great. I have a Raiders indie with the pedestal yeah. and the and the gold idol and the that he's got two different out. I'm like this. Do I want another indie? I mean, yeah, but like at yeah. the same time, it's like, but do I need another indie? No. I, <laughs> I, I could use another one. I, I think so. I mean, I, I could I could definitely update it, but it's like, do I want to get the new one or do I want to get the, the you know, the, old, the uh, older indie, the young indie, you know, from Raiders or Last Crusade? I want a Last Crusade. I think that would be good because I love the tie. Where? Where I'm rationalizing it in my head is that like I have first adventure of indie. Yeah. I should put last adventure of indie mm, yeah. next to it. Yeah. But we'll see. You should. We'll you see. Should. <laughs> so this this is the reason why it's like hard for me to to double down on collecting in this sense, because it's like this stuff is a little too high end for my taste. Um for the most part, but well, man, I, does it look beautiful? I, like the Sterizinosaurus looks incredible from Prime One. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was but, younger, also I didn't care about the boxes, but now it's like I think about I'm like, okay, well, this thing is three feet high. It's not poseable, so it's not fitting in a box the size of a shoebox. What is the box like? <laughs> and where do I have to store this thing? You know? Yeah, yeah. I still have you know I got the boxes for those three still in in the other room. Um, but they're, you know, relatively small because they're just humans. But uh Right. But yeah. Um that fear Xenosaurus looks so good. It looks it so good. But let's talk a little bit about the collecting of it all because like let's 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 just dive into before we touch on the actual merchandise, let's talk about collectors and collecting for Jurassic. Like I I wonder if and I, you had posed this question, I think maybe before we started or, or during, I don't remember what it was, but you didn't know like how much does this stuff sell? How much does Jurassic sell? Um, I think it sells pretty well. As far as I know, it's like one of the top sellers out there for Mattel or for, you know, for toys, um, for, toys for, yeah. I, for IP toys. So, um, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how many, like, cause that might be. That's obviously some collectors and and uh, fans of Jurassic, but also just kids, dinosaur fans, yep. parents, grandparents, whoever, who just get the you know the kid a, a dinosaur toy, or for a friend's birthday yeah. party, you pick up the dinosaur toy that's on the shelf, and these ones look the best. If you're looking around for dinosaur toys, you know the kid likes dinos. This is what you're getting, whatever it is. They're clearly the best, whether it's Hammond think... or not, or classic, you know, uh, uh, whatever the whatever these titles are for these anymore. I don't even know, but that's what that that's what you're gonna get. To Mattel's credit, they have they have carried the tradition that a Jurassic product needs to be the best dinosaur on the shelf, right? Like they have they have yet, I feel, to drop. And I'm not, I don't mean this disparagingly because I think for 15 years, this, these were probably the best dinosaurs you could get. But like, I don't feel that they have yet dropped to a Discovery Channel style dinosaur, you know, on the shelf or a, or um, there, there was like off brand army men that would sometimes come with like dinosaurs and stuff. Like, yeah. and those actually, I thought in kind of the dead, the dead era of Jurassic, like those are pretty enticing, I would think, as if you were getting a dinosaur toy for a kid, right? Like, 
I remember, I forget who it was. Was it Discovery? Maybe they had like a Parasaurolophus that was like killer, you know, and it came with a truck and it came with a six inch figure. And, um, but to Mattel's credit, they have taken this license and run with it to the point where it's, it's yet again, like it was in the nineties. It is yet again, there is no question as to which dinosaur you're buying when you walk past the shelf. Like it's without a doubt. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah, but it it makes me wonder if like there's been um a misunderstanding <laughs> about like what the Jurassic collector is um because you know you you I think had said something about it. I forget even what you said but Jurassic collector is not a Star Wars collector. Um a Star Wars collector will go for a lot of these higher priced crowd funds and uh, we'll try to get every trooper, every character, every alien species, vehicles. Um, so there's something, I feel like there's something different. And plus, we got to admit that Jurassic fans are not as, I don't know, widespread or, or as big of a community as Star Wars community. So I, yeah. I feel like maybe, like what what we always try to do is we always try to compare ourselves to Star Wars as a fandom. I think we always do. I always have um, because like, that's like one of the closest comparisons, right? Is like a lot of people love this thing and we're willing to do a lot for this product and for this property. Um, but I just think we might not be to those levels of fandom. And I think Jurassic is kind of like we were talking about with the toys. It's like, there's a lot of hardcore fans. Um, there's a lot of casual fans and there's a lot of, people who just like to go see a dinosaur on the screen, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know that maybe the collector, uh, you know, maybe it's not there. Maybe we're not there yet to this, this level of crowdfunding and, uh, and stuff like this. I don't know. I think that the, I think that the, I was having this discussion on Facebook. I commented like once and I kind of just let it go. Cause the guy was clearly like in a, he was in a fighting mood and I didn't want to fight about it. Cause I think it's something that you and I talk about a lot. The sheer number of, I feel like when it comes to Jurassic, and maybe because I'm in it more, right? But when it comes to Jurassic, I feel like I'm running into the same people all the time, (laughs) right? Where it's like, I don't know if I could step into the Star Wars fandom and ever interact with the same people ever, right? Like, so what I'm saying is like, yeah, you can can throw a million high-end collectibles out there. And let's say you run a thousand of each piece. I think there's enough fans and enough collectible collectors out there because it's so massive to inhale all those collectibles whether you're buying everything or not i think that like everything by sheer volume of the fandom will eventually get absorbed into the consumer market right or the consumer's home i don't think jurassic is like that i don't think it's big enough um are, are we talking about this Mattel thing yet? Because like, I, yeah, this is this is what we're we're getting into because so, of the uh, the crowdfunding for these figures. So I think this crowdfund is is awesome. Like it, it's, it, I can't believe this exists. Like this this gate is clearly uh, the prime version of this gate that's ever existed in toy form. This T Rex is like I can't believe we're getting this T Rex finally. This car is, this is the best don't, Explorer don't they've so produced. Soon. Oh, I know. I know. No, I know. Um, I can't believe we're getting paddock signs. I can't believe, I, like, I just, I, I can't believe that this exists in, in, yeah. in, in at least crowdfund so, form. 
let me let me just say if you have not heard what this is yeah why why don't you recap what's going on the jurassic world the gates crowdfund from mattel creations was launched and uh 250 bucks um and it gets you uh it the 250 dollars gets you the uh, motorized sound uh, included um, park gates that actually open up and you can manually do it. You can drive your Ford Explorer over it and it'll open up um, and it comes with the Ford Explorer. This is all Hammond collection um, size and everything like that. It's all Hammond collection created. Um, and that's, that is what your $250 is for, those two items. And of course, you got to get to 5,000 people to back it before you get those. But uh, that is what your money is being spent on. Whether you think it's worth it or not, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, if you want to unlock the second level, if you get 6,000 backers, you get post-electrocution Tim. Hilarious name there. Uh, Post-electrocution Tim and two enclosure fences that actually plug into your massive park gates and actually have lights that blink and everything. Uh, And then once you get to 8,000 backers, you get this beautiful buck T-Rex from the Lost World for some reason. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's awesome. But yes, it's awesome. It is amazing. Uh, and then if you get to 10,000 backers, the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal, you get a Lex figure and uh, you get uh, a yeah, goat okay. with a removable hind leg. Um, so, we... the, the, yeah. But, um, but the problem is that it launched... And it went nowhere. Um, it really, unfortunately, went nowhere. And it, it took a lot of criticisms, rightfully so, I think. And um, and th- th- there was not a, there was no level at first for international people to back it. Um, it has since opened up for international backing. It didn't matter. It really didn't matter because apparently, if you open it up to the rest of the world, it only gets you like two, like three hundred, four hundred people extra. Um, <laughs> there's o- there's only that many fans in this the world. Is, this so was my point. So Facebook. right now, right now we are at one thousand one hundred and fifty six backers as of as of this recording, which is only twenty three percent funded. Of course, we do have twenty four more days of the, as of this recording until July twenty seventh. 2023 and you do have to you do really have to hit that target of 5000 um by just July 27th gate. just, just for, for the gate, gate just, and and the the Ford Explorer um which is a, a definitely a way better Ford Explorer than what we already have um yep. you know but to that extent it's like it's just it's basically the same thing <laughs> you know it's just the Hammond collection version so it's a little bit it's a bit nicer but um but these park gates are incredibly massive, very, very big, like a half your body size big. Yeah. Um, they are very huge. I, I saw someone I saw someone on Facebook arguing the point, well, I'm not doing this because honestly, there are older versions of the gate that I can get. And I'm like, look, huh? I'm not gonna <laughs> bash Kenner, but are you serious? <laughs> I have the uh I have the Funko one. I don't think I need this anymore, do I? It's, Dude, it's this big. <laughs> this is not only this is not only a gate. Like, look, if you're if you're just a Kenner purist, you still get this gate to replace that thing, because this thing is baller. This gate, this thing's awesome. Um, I do think 
I think it's weird to put Lex at the prime at the at the ultimate goal because basically it's like you know that no matter what happens you're not you're gonna get like you're gonna get Tim and not Lex. This is just another kind of like I think like kind of slap in the face because it's almost like like the stretch goal like really did people were were people and this is what they're reading so weirdly into things. I feel like it's like Mattel was like oh people will go for Lex because they were super excited when Lex came out uh, with her own set. And it was like, no, 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 you're missing the point as to why people were excited. It wasn't that everyone's got like a crazy love. It's not like Lex is like a favorite, right? It's that she had never had an action figure ever. And they made it happen. So to put her, I feel like at the, as like the furthest stretch goal, I'm like, you guys have misjudged why that Lex, that initial Lex release was, was so important. And um, and this one's a better version. Of course, that was just the core, you know, um, version. So this one's a you know a better version is is uh, maybe too grand of a term to even use because like the Hammond collection figures are not that they're slightly better, I think. But um, yeah, but and then these these two figures, Lex and Tim, are still very small. You know, like if you have them already, like we have them, most of us all have them um they're so small they're very very small but i think you're right man like we were all so excited for lex to come out um and we we just clamored for that figure we've wanted it for so so long but i think you're right the misinterpretation of why we wanted it you know go to go to target seven months eight months a year after that figure comes out who's on the shelf still lex so she's a huge deal in the fandom for a very specific reason but again the world i don't think really cares you know um yeah they messed up the tears completely like they the tears are just just all wrong all wrong the tears are totally wrong like in my mind i'm thinking that like here let me let me pull this on my uh, I've I've got this up here. Like if I guess if I'm creating this, the tier really needs to go. Well, first off, I don't think there needs to be tiers. I think they should have broken <laughs> this up into multiple crowd funds. Um, let the people buy what they want. Um, but if if we got to do tiers, it's easily got to go Gates. No, it's got to. I'm sorry, it's got to go Buck T Rex Gates. Humans as your stretch. Humans like both as your stretch, right? Um, I've seen people saying that like, if the, if they don't get near the buck, they're pulling their, uh, they're, they're pulling their, uh, their backing. Right. Um, I think where this fence comes in is so many fans being like, man, I wish there was play sets. I wish there was play sets. I wish there was play sets. And Mattel was like, here, here's a play set, you know? And then people being like, well, I'm not interested in the play set. I'm interested in the buck. Right. Like to me, that kind of drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, they, um, they overshadowed everything else because we've all wanted that Buck T-Rex so so much, just like we, yeah. you know, because we've been given a lot of different variations and kind of like almost like they, they really try. They, they, it felt like they were trying to put out a Buck or, or but we were still confused as to what it was. And they were just like poor paint jobs and stuff like that. And the Bull T-Rex figure from... Kenner is one of the best like T-Rex figures mm-hmm. that any of us have ever owned. Um, my number you know, one, we, if you my number one, your number one. I mean, it could, it could be anybody's number one. I mean, 
it's very different than the Red Rex, but it's still an incredible Rex on its own, and rightfully so. It's it was always one of my favorites, and Which, this one is I, I wanna, it nails it. It nails it, dude. Yeah, it does. I do. I do want to so, interject. I was at Target today and saw a Red Rex for the first time in person. I bravo, Mattel. Like it, that's an awesome figure. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm so sad I had mine shipped accidentally to my parents' house instead of here. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so. Here, all right, I am part of the problem. As of this recording, I have not backed this. Um, like I said, I've just I'm trying to work things out financially. I will because I know it, this actually coincides with like the week I'm supposedly closing. So it's like, yeah, like hopefully get approved for that loan and then go go nuts. <laughs> um, I'm going to be backing this, and the reason is I'm perfectly fine with two fifty for the fence and the car. But I will say this: If I spend two fifty on this fence in the car, and those things come out as a well, San not Diego Comic Con exclusive, gate, yeah. the gate. If the gate and the car come out next year as some Comic Con exclusive for one hundred and fifty dollars, I'm gonna be livid because I think two fifty is actually an acceptable rate for all of these items, all of them, all of them. Right? Yeah. When, you, when you break down what the cost of these is gonna be at the store. I think 250 is fair for all of these items. I don't think 250 is really fair for the gate, but I would be if I knew that this was the only way I was ever going to get this massive gate, then I'm all in. Like let's go. Yeah. You know? I think I, I I like tried to do the math in my head a few times to get like the first tier to work for me. Um mm -hmm. and you know, I can like have some wiggle room and get it up there and i'm like well you know this gate it, it is exceptional it is incredible what they've created it's got working like flame lights and stuff like that it has motorized motion so it will open up on its own or manually if you hit that that button that nedry hit it has sound effects of like just the jungle with dinosaurs roaring um, it has the music from the movie as the gates open up, um, and you can use the batteries. It has uh, an option to actually like turn off like on its own, so it won't just ruin your batteries. Or you could plug it in if you have your, a plug. They're not going to include that for two hundred and fifty, but you have to get your own plug. And I thought that was exceptional. I was like, "Well, that is amazing. I can plug this thing in and put it on the, in the background this entire time we're talking." Like that yeah. is awesome. That is incredible. Um, so I'm, I was really trying to find ways to make it work. It, it's not. It doesn't work perfectly, but it. I felt like I could get it close. Where I was like, okay, in my head, I believe that this is true. Um, that we're very we're <laughs> close to this 250. But it's it doesn't. It's so hard. But like the 250 well, should me, shouldn't. It should it should be you for the this? first. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. It should be for the Just first for the record, tier. I 100% will back this. Like I have not oh, no. yet, I am 100% going to. You don't need to explain yourself. And I know a lot of people are like uh, upset that not that not everybody has backed this yet. Um mm. but like get, it's hard. Back on that. It's hard because not everybody can back this and $250 is a lot of money. Like that's a lot of money for dinosaur toys. Uh you know, it's not high end. It's not like if I was to buy like these ones that I got up here, Ahsoka and and Anakin, I'm like I know I'm getting some really really quality stuff that are high end collectibles. These are 
very awesome looking collectibles, but again, there's still Hammond Hammond collection. Um, and you know, I know a lot, there's some hesitation that, that people always have with Mattel, like. Is it going to be painted like this when I actually get it? Are the eyes going to be in the right spot? Mm. Um, and that is carried over to Hammond Collection and things like that from time to time. Um, so, you know, even the uh, the vehicle itself, like, uh, you know, I look at these pictures of the vehicle. It didn't, it didn't look like that in the video. It, it didn't. The, the, video, the live stream that they had, if you looked at it, the windows weren't black like they are in this picture here. Um, so this, and that's one of the main things that I looked at when I looked at the original one, I thought something's wrong with this. It's a, oh yeah, it's missing yeah, the right. black around the windows. So when you watch like the live stream and I don't, uh, let's see if I can pull it up here. Um, uh, here's the live stream. So look at, I mean, like it's very minimal. It's not the same. There's like a, there's like a, the, the visor around the windows is black, but not the entire window frame. Which again, I'll have to look yeah. at an actual truck to see, you know, if it matches up. But it's things yeah. are different. Is what I'm saying is things are different. Um, so I'm, you know, I, I know people are always afraid that things are not going to come out looking the way that we were originally told. Um, so I, I'm sure there's hesitation there, um, and the fact that this thing didn't spring to life right away, a lot of hesitation there. So. Um, and we all thought that maybe the international thing would help, but it really hasn't. It just barely like... crested a thousand. And of course, we do have a long time. I mean, there's a month. There's a mo uh, basically a month to go. Come on. And yeah. and we could see, uh, you know, around the 26th, 27th, this thing could boost up pretty high. But it's it's. I feel like it's going to boost up just enough to get to five thousand. It doesn't feel like it's going to boost up enough to get to eight thousand, so I can get that buck T Rex. I know. The thing, yeah, the that's... thing that I really want, you know, the, which shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't be all the way down there. The thing that I really want, I feel like I'm getting these other things just so I can get that one thing, and that I feel like it's backwards. Like I feel like I feel this like is... the stretch goals should be like cool add-ons, like the signs, like Lex and Tim. Um, maybe the fences. I, I know the fences are important to a lot of people, but like, or the goat, you know, like things that are like, okay, if you, if you miss out on them, you know, I'm not okay yeah, if I miss fences, out on the buck T-Rex. Like I'm not okay. Yeah. I, I like, I, I was looking at that too. I, I, and I agree. It's like, why like, oh, back this early in the first two weeks and you'll get the, the paddock signs. It's like, but like realistically, you can go on Facebook Marketplace or Etsy, and people are making these. And I think like so sometimes Mattel reacts to what people are doing on like Etsy, and is like, well, we can do it because we actually have the license and we actually are legit allowed to sell these, so we can like basically copy the exact design. Yeah. Or, and like they're like, yeah. and we can get away with it. Um, I, I'm gonna do this. I just. Let's 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 circle this back to what is a Jurassic collector. This was sitting at like four hundred in the first like two days, right, or something like that, like some some ridiculously yeah, low number. Yeah, and I was just like, yup, because it's it's me and my buddies all looking at this thing, and yeah, like you know, I I can probably I can imagine you could go poke around anyone in our community, and you know, they'll be like, yeah, I backed it, like no problem, you know, yeah. but a crowdfund for a crowdfund for a gate is just i i don't think there are 
I'm sorry, I don't think there are 8,000 people in this world <laughs> that are going to want to do that. And so the, this this makes oh. me wonder how many San Diego Comic-Con exclusive uh, Gennaro and T-Rexes are out there. Like how many, I wonder how many were actually made because those things were going like hotcakes on eBay and all that stuff when, when that was all going down. Yeah. And I'm like, I typed in Jurassic World SDCC exclusive and it's almost like the only thing available is like human figures. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't. And that that actually is a decent point too because I don't know if it says it anywhere on this stream. Um, oh, there's no. one. There's one T Rex with Outhouse. It's two hundred twenty eight dollars on eBay right now. And like, I'm just what what is their metric to say we need eight thousand backers and we're only going to open this to the United States first? I didn't. Yeah. It, it just seems like they really. Um messed up the launch the offerings like we said are incredible they're really really great things are a little jumbled up as far as what you should be getting at what certain point uh, so i think that just the the entire launch and release of this thing was kind of a mess um and they did that live stream which really showcased how how big and cool these things are like that look at how big those gates are they're very very huge and honestly awesome. I, I bet you i bet you they may have scared away some people <laughs> with how big they are like, where are people going to put this thing? Mm. I don't know where I'm going to put this. It is that big. And ah, especially when you add, if, if you do get to the tier where you're adding on uh, fences and stuff, it's like, how how much room do I really need after we have all of these other dinosaur toys? And especially after you've given us the Apatosaurus, the Brachiosaurus, several Brachiosaurus, uh, you know, these uh, whatever this thing is, the uh, Dreadnoughtus. You know, there's like... So many huge figures, super colossals. Got several of those, but it's just where is this well, going? Super colossals. You know, I don't mess with the super colossals. Like, yeah, right? yeah. But like, but I get you. I get your point. There are so many big figures. Like I, I was asking you before the show, what's the Hasbro version of this? And I'm like, just want to see like what they've got going on. Two hundred and seventy four dollars for a helicopter for GI Joe. Done. Uh, Fourteen thousand backers. Fourteen and a half thousand backers out of the target ten. Uh, we're still a, a half a month remaining, right? So a helicopter for more than this entire set went, right? Um, mm -hmm. GI Joe, Transformers, all funding. Star Wars, all funding. Uh, mostly, there's one Star Wars figure that didn't fund, which I was really surprised by. Uh, but it seems like everything that they do, and I wish they would actually tell you the prices on some of these. Uh, it doesn't look like they tell you the prices uh, after it's been funded, like what they were asking. But uh, Transformers Victory Saber, which is like, dude, I, is that Voltron? Like, I don't understand what this is, but it just says Transformers Victory Saber. 26,000 backers out of a target of 11,000. Yeah, I was, like, just, I was just looking at, uh, at – um the razor crest and it's like 28,000 backers for the target of 6,000. It's like, what? <laughs> That's a lot of people. This is clearly a misjudgment on some metric that they have. I don't know what this metric is, but what R is the Rancor metric that says, funded. how many were they looking for on Rancor? 9,000. So they just missed it. But they are—they already had eight thousand. We would have gotten that bull T Rex if we had—if we had, if we had uh, 
8,000 backers, right? I think that's what it was. I would also um, I would also argue that Rancor has actually been done really well by Hasbro at on the store shelf before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like the people that are like this is targeting which is kind of like adult collectors actually had the opportunity to buy a nice Rancor previously. I'm sure this one's better. I'm not saying that the other one's like as good, but to basically have something that's not yet been released by Mattel, I'm very surprised that we've not even hit halfway. Yeah. Well, you I guess I'm surprised this, we haven't hit halfway. Like You you mentioned this G.I. Joe. I'm looking at it, and it's like 274 for like nothing, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And they it, it's done. <laughs> it's done with 14 days left. They hit the yeah. they, they they went four thousand over the ten thousand, our total goal here that's that's where we want to get lex and the goat you know like they hit it easily um yeah for for way less items so but again like yeah i I don't know i don't even know i feel like this is it's way different than what we're dealing with here but so when when you look at 250 you're like okay that's a deal that is a deal for what you're getting those two things. Dude, that's but, 250. You're getting a you're getting a $50 T-Rex, which $50 no, before all this even, crazy. Even we even without the going. T-Rex, even without the T-Rex, you get just for the first tier, 250 when you're looking at versus the GI Joe thing sounds like a yeah. good deal. Um but yeah, when you when you add in everything else, it's 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 a great deal. Yeah. But we got to get just, there. What was I just want to know what the metric was. I want to know what they looked at. To go, there Just, are this many Jurassic <laughs> collectors out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think, did they just look at other crowd funds and say, let's do the same thing? Because that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like it, many metrics were, were thought about when it comes to actual Jurassic collectors. Um, some interesting things that I noticed was like, they mentioned that they're going to be sending out like, surveys i guess about the hammond collection um they mentioned this in their live stream they're going to be sending out surveys i thought that was kind of interesting thing to like announce in your live stream um so you know if you do get a survey i don't know i haven't gotten one yet why would i get us how am i going to get a survey and this is what's crazy well yeah yeah i don't know i don't know where they're getting uh, i guess this is what's crazy if you back this maybe I I collect exclusively at this point the Hammond collection because like I feel like there's enough of it to like keep me going. It's the designs I've been wanting, you know, like you know. And I'm again, I'm not collecting like one, you know. Again, like I got like four of these bad boys, you know, mm-hmm. these ankylosaurs. I'm gonna I, I pre-ordered two brachiosaurs, right? Like I'm not gonna even yell. He, at and he gets he gets very quiet when he says these things. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't need the attention. Right? He's trying to buy a house, folks. But no, well, I am. I don't, but like it i'm collecting i'm collecting hammond collection like nobody's business and i just feel like it's like well if you're gonna send a survey send it to me because i i'll tell you what i like and dislike about it and to be honest with you i don't really find much to dislike I, i i i don't again i don't look at these things as needing to be picture perfect i know like you've had some like kind of like complaints about uh you know, we were talking about the Raptors for JP3, right? You're saying like they're not on point. And my argument is, well, no, but where you get on point is when you spend $899. Like that's when you <laughs> get, that's when you expect on point. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, um, yeah. Well, I think the, the problem sometimes with uh, 
with the Mattel stuff is like it's it's so hit or miss that like some stuff is good, some stuff is great, and they have other iterations of these things that are good. And you're like, why why are we not hitting that level? Um, why is a core item better than a Hammond collection? So it's, for me, sometimes it's confusing. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, that's this is weird. I I, I wish right I wish now, they would reach like, out more to. Um, like you're saying, like people like yourself or collectors, people who are really, really invested in them. Um, I you know Mattel reached out to me a while back, um, back in, I don't know, a long time ago about something that was like, you know, I had to sign for and, and say like my feedback and tell, tell what I thought about it. And I did, but nothing ever crossed my plate ever about the Hammond collection at all. So I would love to give some feedback on the Hammond collection. If you, if they, if I, they I mean that. this, I mean this like whole, I mean this as nicely as I can possibly say this. Like I, you and I, at one point we were both getting things from Mattel. I have fallen off that list and I'm okay with it. I understand why I might not be on that list. Right. But if they approach you in some sort of repliable email, please, I want you to say, look, as an influencer, as a podcaster, you guys have been gracious enough to send me some things and I very much appreciate it. But would you please reach out to Aaron because he actually spends, <laughs> hit, like he actually like buys all this your stuff. It. Yeah, like he will legit tell you, <laughs> like he will legit tell you, like not necessarily what he wants because I think we all want the same thing. But as someone who does spend fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars on these figures, I feel like my, I feel like I, I, and as someone who's very clearly one step away from being able to talk to Mattel directly it's like guys I'll, I'll help you out i'm not maybe not help but my feedback's got to count for something right as someone who's at the store is buying these things with my own cash yeah i mean i don't know i feel like i would think so yeah but um but yeah i i guess they're going to be reaching out about um the hammond collection to who to for when for what i, I have no idea but so uh if, if anybody they, else out there gets the an email it's not going I don't know. If anybody gets an email, though, let us know. What does it say? Like, what 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 is your feedback? Um, I'd love to know what everybody's so feedback is. But um, Hammond Collection is almost like, other than the humans, the Hammond Collection is like there's like one or two figures on the shelf, and they're definitely gone the next time I go mm. to Target. Yeah, for the most part, so, yeah, yeah. So that's very that's very worrisome that they're like, yeah, let's let's get feedback because it does give me vibes of the Amber Collection where they were just like, no, this isn't. This isn't making numbers like. Well, these. at least they are are asking. You know, they just canned that one without even wondering. Yeah. What anybody yeah. thought. Um, I. But I feel like right now say, this. God. Oh, I'm ready for Hammond Collection to expand into other movies other than Jurassic Park. Like I feel like we got so far. We have all the Jurassic Park figures, except for the Parasaurolophus. We don't have a JP Parasaurolophus. But. I mean, it's time to start doing jurassic world like i feel like okay so sure there's sure. there's the big hitters that we need like I, I i can't believe we don't have a spinosaurus yet um i can't believe we don't have an indominus yet but like it we have every hitter in jurassic park and i feel like we've got like some sprinkled in from other films and it's like what is there possibly complain about right now of the hammond collection except for they haven't really dove too much into other movies yet yeah, well, I mean, I I think we've all been waiting for just 
Jurassic World figure figures, you know, we have never gotten that. Um, that would be nice. That would be very nice. Do we have any know... Jurassic World hand collection? Any? I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, I forget, know but but I know like currently right now there's like there's a lot of stuff that has been you know, all over the place. You you never know really where things are going to show up. Is you know, who's got the exclusive? Are are things just randomly appearing on Amazon? Um, is everything going to be listed on Big Bad Toy Store? What does Target even have, and are they going to ship it? Um, and I know a lot of that stuff actually finally just started. I think appearing on Target.com. I don't think you can order any of it just yet, but I think it's like a lot of it is all finally starting to appear there. Um, and I know Target just listed in their systems like um, a Dimetrodon. Uh, okay. So they got Dimetrodon, uh, Carnotaurus. Yes. Velociraptor yes. Blue. So Blue's finally oh. coming. And Owen Grady. So maybe these, I don't know if these are Jurassic World specific or Dominion. I mean, at least three of these could be Dominion centric. Dimetrodon. Right velociraptor and owen but i don't know i'm not really sure the carnotaurus is most certainly um fallen kingdom specific um right but you know i don't know if anything uh i don't think it would be like a camp cretaceous thing i'm not i don't think they're going that route but but uh it does look like as far as i can tell the you know the t-rex stegosaurus nedry uh john hammond um what is this one? The Irritator, Corythosaurus, Metricanthosaurus. They should be on Target.com, but I don't know if you can order them just yet. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, that was it. Um, but, yeah, it's starting to get a little bit easier, I guess, to find them, which is good because I had literally just complained about this on – I <laughs> you, Dude, I literally just complained about it on social media, and then a week later everything's going to be available on Target. Are you kidding me? Well, I'll tell you what, Big Bad Toy Store is about to get some JP3 Velociraptor males in stock, and I'll tell you why. Brad, do you remember when I was frantically trying to get my hands on any Jurassic Park 3 Hammond Collection male Velociraptor? Yeah, any, yeah. Anyone. <laughs> I was begging the internet, please. Dude, I eventually they went up for pre-order on Big Bad. They went up for pre-order on Amazon. They went up for – and I was <laughs> like, yes, give me give, – I want like six. Yeah. Of, I want like four of each one. Like I want – I ordered four from everywhere. Guess who forgot to cancel them when I actually got my first wave? This guy. So <laughs> Amazon sends me my four. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. I got my I got my four male Velociraptors. Then Amazon messed up and resent me four more. Then Target sent me two. <laughs> then Big Bad Toy Store sent me six. Six. <laughs> So, Wait, you got what do you got? Twelve? So, or you know you got eighteen? What is it? How I, many? I, I, I had to return them. I was like, I was like, dude, I like, I cannot justify this many. This is like, oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, did, um, have you, did you ever get around to getting uh, Alan and the female Velociraptor from Jurassic Park Three? Yeah, I would actually like one more, um, but I did, mm -hmm. I did get an Alan and female. Um, I have not yet gotten. So here, I mean, I'll just run through the list because Big Bad has them all listed. I, I didn't even bother with Irritator. Uh, it's not in a Jurassic Park movie, so therefore, to me, doesn't justify uh, a Hammond mm. collection. Um, apparently, I've missed out on this baby T-Rex. Like, that's sold out on Big Bad. 
I need more okay. Pachycephalosaurus, which apparently is sold out. Um, I didn't do Metriath Canthiosaurus. I, I want to because it's it's never been in a movie, but it is very much linked to like it was on promo pieces where it was like, yeah, Jurassic Park has a Metriath Canthiosaurus paddock. Like you yeah. always see it like on the maps and stuff. I think it was didn't wasn't there a vial of it? Um, yeah, yeah, it's movie. one of those deals. Um, I yet to get a Cor- Coranthiosaurus, uh Coranthiosaurus. yet. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm doing baby stego. I mean, I'll probably do bit one baby stego, I guess. But they haven't given us a full size stego. It also looks so kind of just... ugly too. It doesn't really look. Uh... I know everyone's kind of complaining kinda... about the look. Um. And then yeah, I'm all caught up. I mean. Triceratops, I have one, which I don't think is a number that I'm satisfied with. However, I think this new Triceratops coming out by Mattel is baller, and I can't wait to get like three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the Habitat Defender, whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of trucking away. When, you know, Sometimes I'll try to catch them on sale, uh, but it looks like Big Bad Toy Store. It's like that's not really ever a, a thing. It seems like they get their stock and then sell out, and that's kind of what they do. Um, they don't like order more. So I'll be I'm interested missing, to see what Target has. I might be missing like seven of these. <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, it, but, it'll be nice to at least have... And maybe they'll show up in stores. I don't know. Um, I also was doing a thing where I was going to collect... like I was going to leave one in the box. So I was always ordering like an extra one. But now it's getting like... The Hammond collection is getting too big for that to be justifiable. That I have to be like, okay, maybe I'm just saving the Jurassic Park ones. And then... Mm-hmm not saving Jurassic Park three extras and all that stuff. You know, maybe I, I keep the original six figs and any of the humans. Um, Cause yeah, it, it's getting big, like to be able to store all that. Um, I think I've got a pretty good cube of, of Hammond collection stuff just sitting in boxes. And they, I don't know. I am, if I'm ever going to do yeah. anything with them, what's the point? And like this, like this is one, right? The, 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 the crowdfund, I'm not doing two of these. So like that will be out of the box. Like I won't keep the, I'll keep the box for that, but I won't like keep these figures in the box, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is just going to be a one and done if it ever does. But like, I hope we see them. I really hope we do it. it uh, you know, to me, it doesn't seem likely, but if you're on the fence or thinking about it, back it. If you have the availability, yeah, to back please. It, do it. Please. But Hey, no pressure. I, I, I fully understand. And I know, I, I know a lot of people are out there trying to get everybody to do it, but like, I understand if you can't do it, it's tough. It's a but hard I thing also to, don't, to back, but I also don't, Brad, I want to talk about the PlayStation Vita real quick. <laughs> and okay. I want to talk about, I want to talk about these, these Sony fans that say they're unhappy with project Q because it's, Wi-Fi only. All right. They want a new PlayStation handheld. And to those people, I say, where were you when the Vita was, was out? Now I have three Vitas. I still buy them from <laughs> you Japan because there. they're in different colors. We're, I mean, I was at the front line. All right. I've got, we've got, no, and actually in my household, we have four Vitas because my <laughs> wife has one as well. Unnecessary, like you can get them on <laughs> on eBay now from Japan. You can modify them to play all kinds of old games. But the reality is, for those of you complaining about the Project Q, the 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 market spoke. They didn't want a PlayStation handheld in 2011 when PlayStation tried again. So when this and all that is to say, when this Mattel thing inevitably kind of fails, 
I don't think we have the right to say, I wish Mattel would give us more play sets or do things on their website as opposed to San Diego Comic-Con. Because clearly, like, I think at the end of this, what we're going to learn is, is that San Diego Comic-Con exclusives sell like crazy. Oh, yeah. And people don't want play sets because they're too big. Like, I just, I don't know what else to take away from this. And I don't mean this as a negativity thing. I mean this as like a pure American consumerism. The market will speak to what it wants. And I just like, we're finding out that the global market doesn't want this thing. And I think that's really, oh, it's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Plus when you add the shipping on top of everything, it's another like 30, 35 bucks. And then the taxes on top of that. So you are looking at $300 to really back this thing. Um, And then internationally, it's like, way more expensive. I know I had a lot of people in my live stream chat the other day talking about this thing's going to be $450, 300-something dollars. So it's it's rough. That's why it didn't go up so high with, with the internationals because everybody's like, ouch, that hurts. That is very expensive. So, that you is, know, honestly, too I, much to spend. I wonder if this would have done better if they had released it um, June 1st you know, before all of the 30th anniversary, whatever. You know, if this had come out June 1st, maybe there would be no hesitation. Maybe people would have not gotten all the other 30th anniversary stuff. Maybe this would have been a, uh, a go-to. Um, I think it wouldn't have hurt them, that's for sure. They probably should have done that. Right. Because we're doing it at the end of the month. You know, there's everybody, like I had paid for a trip to go down to Florida to do to, to Jurassic stuff. Um, how many people bought a ton of merchandise wherever they could have for the 30th anniversary. So yeah, you could have beat everybody to the punch, but, uh, they didn't get that chance. Um, and I know the, uh, I think the live stream had, had announced or had wanted to announce, or it was supposedly like that they were going to announce maybe a Dr. Wu thing, but, uh, there was no announcement in, in the live stream. It was. It said something mm-hmm. about like we're going to be talking about this crowdfund and an announcement. I don't think there was any announcement unless they were saying that the crowdfund or the uh, the Hammond collection is going to get a survey. That's not much of a uh, an announcement. So I think they were probably going to announce like, hey, they were probably going to say, hey, check out this figure that we're going to have at San Diego Comic Con, Doctor Wu. But the the crowdfund never kicked off, so then they probably canceled that announcement. To maybe wait was, a month. Wait, first off, do we know what the San Diego Comic Con exclusive is going to be this year? I mean, my guess has always been Doctor Wu. I- I'm pretty positive that's probably what it is. Okay, so I were they were they watching? I wonder was this was this crowdfund thing live or was this a video they posted? It was a live stream, yeah. So they were. I was I, in the chat. They they shouted me out, which was not the, the Jurassic Park podcast here. Collect Jurassic's here. So they were actually awesome. like shouting us that's out, awesome. which was really cool. It was really cool. Um, and uh, they did it. They did a decent job at, at showcasing this thing. And um, you know, it wasn't flawless, but they did a great job, I think. And uh, I, I don't do know if they helped, if, but you know, I do wonder if there was a way for them to live look at the reactions via a chat. Right, like you got to wonder when did they know that this was? I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think this can get to five thousand? Like you pay attention to these things more than I do. Do you think at this rate 
this thing's going to get to 5,000 at the end of the month for just the gates and the truck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I, I want to uh, say, I, I want to say yes, but I don't know that we're going to get there. Um, because I'm wondering if they're watching some sort of chat and they're instantly seeing the feedback. This of one like, right here. <laughs> like, well, I'm wondering if they're seeing the feedback and they're going, we cannot announce a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive during this. Like, this is not the time. Yeah, that's it. what I'm, that's what I was saying. I feel like they're like, they kind of read the room and they're like, well, we can't announce another thing, you know, because it's kind of the same hype that you were, it's definitely the same hype that we were talking about for the Lex figure, right? Dr. Wu, we need that Dr. Wu figure more yeah. than anything else. We need a Dr. Wu figure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they maybe didn't want to overshadow this, uh, you know, hope maybe if it had had like a decent bunch of backers, maybe they would have done it, but, um, there was no announcement. So, well, buddy, do you think that we'll ever see these on the shelf? What do you think from here we'll actually see? What do you think from here we'll see on the shelf at Target? <laughs> this is an impossible question. I don't know if we'll see any of it ever. <laughs> you don't think so? I'm willing oh, to bet that gosh. we will see. I'm willing to bet that we'll see the buck. And, and so that you're I saying this, if this fails, if this fails, we will eventually oh, see the regardless, buck. Regardless. Regardless. Oh. I think we were going to see a buck anyway. And, and here's my reason. I don't know. I think that T-Rex, that, that Hammond Collection T-Rex sold very well. That thing was at Target and it was out of Target within two months. Easily. In and out. And I think T-Rexes sell. And so to basically release a buck T-Rex, I think... And I don't think it's sold specifically because of its, its skin color. I think it's sold because it's an awesome T-Rex toy. And so I think... I think two Christmases from now, I think we see a Buck T-Rex Hammond collection on the shelf. Um, the gates, I don't think we'll ever see. I could actually see them doing them as San Diego Comic-Con exclusives in the future. And who knows, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get this set as an SDCC exclusive in the future if, if this doesn't pan out. I... I'm going to just say the opposite and just say that no we're I don't think we're ever going to get these things. So th this is the the only chance. I mm -hmm. think that's the only chance. Like the, I don't think they're going to go through with it. Um Yeah, so I mean don't don't that sit makes here me so at, sad cuz I like, want this buck so like, bad. Yeah, but don't people if they do want this if they can afford it, don't sit around and wait. Back it now. Let Maybe there's other people out there that are hesitant that it'll even reach it, so they're probably not even going to back it. Let them know that Which is you are crazy. ready to Did get they... this, and you do want it. There are people out there that want it. So if it is at all possible for you to back it, back it. Um, I'm not trying to as be a someone who's for, been through for Mattel. This. As but someone who's been through this. I want these. Did they withdraw your 250 right away? No, uh, they, I don't think they do it until um, until it actually backs, but... It was kind so of confusing. I, it was kind of confusing for me because when I was looking at it, it said like, you know, do it now. And I thought that they were going to be charging me right now. But I, I, you know, I think with the most crowd, most crowdfund things, you're not charged until you're actually 
it's actually funded. So that was kind of confusing to me because it looked like the information was saying differently when you actually went to do it. Um, and then there, they did actually add in the most recent update, there was, um, what do you call it? Let's see if, uh, can I do it from here? Let's see. View cart. There was a, a the uh, uh, there's actually like payment plans, so you can do four interest free installments or twenty two fifty six a month or something like that with Shop Pay. So you can actually just like set up a quick and easy like little payment plan with Shop Pay. Yeah. Very very easy to do. You just go in there and it'll actually like figure it all out for you. Tell you like give you options as far as what you want to do. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know, but um, if, you, if you're if you going to do it, if you're thinking about doing it, do it now. At least show some faith. Let people know that, that you know, this could happen. But I'm very, like, yeah. pessimistic about this entire thing at this point. I, I want it to happen, but I, I just don't have uh, a good feeling about this one. So great crowdfund. Could have been rearranged a little bit. At least great items, maybe not a great crowdfund, but a great great items, really beautiful stuff. But uh, I don't know if we'll ever see any of it. Uh, Brad, so, I, I hope to talk to you on the next episode of The Wire, and we are just ecstatic that we're getting. I hope so, man. That would be nice. Four of these tiers, like, wouldn't that be great? That would be very great. That would be great. I, I hope so. I hope so. Keep my fingers crossed. I'm trying to stay positive on this one, but while I love the items, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But um, what do you say we move on to our final uh, conversation piece here? Let's do it. Um, I'm not going to put anything up on the screen, but uh, they did, or um, uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody did this on purpose, but uh, Mattel may have, um, I don't know, unintentionally leaked some information, something like that, um, about an animated TV show coming at some point. We don't really know anything about this. There was an image that was floating around of a dinosaur that we've seen before in, let's say, Battle at Big Rock. Big carnivore. A lot of teeth. Kind of trashed a little uh, campground for a little bit. Um, that is uh, getting a new figure at some point. And it did mention that, uh, you know, it could be used for uh, animated content. So what are you thinking, Aaron? I know you're not a huge fan of uh, Camp Cretaceous. What are your thoughts on, just say, a new animated TV show, whether it's connected to Camp Cretaceous or not? I don't know, but what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm open to anything. And I'm open to finishing Camp Cretaceous, I guess. I... I, I don't know. It's uh, you really I'm open to do it, man. I, like, it's been way too long. It's been way too long. I I'm open to it. I am not like super opposed to it. I don't know. I just don't know. I have a really hard time with with Jurassic World in the sense that like I feel like I feel like the story is told. And I don't know. I I don't know if we need more. But at the same time, I know that like by saying I don't know if we need more, I think that runs the inevitability uh, the inevitability that we stop getting anything 
Jurassic, whether it's the merchandise or or just any little fun events, I feel like without new Jurassic content, I feel like our our once every sixty day show starts to maybe feel unnecessary. Whereas maybe the entire Jurassic Park pro- po- podcast starts to feel unnecessary after X amount of years, right? Like, like you is okay. I mean, you as the showrunner, how, I know you started it as basically a, a fan. I don't think Jurassic was Jurassic world announced when you started this show. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was almost out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then in your mind, did you, have you ever, I mean, we, maybe you don't have to answer this, but like, did you ever think to yourself, like, I'm going to do this forever, regardless of content, like being released? Like, did you think this was sustainable without Jurassic World? Yeah, I I, I definitely think so. Um, I think as long as fans are, are looking for a conversation, want, want to talk about it with me, um, I think it's always a possibility to keep it going forever and ever, whether I want to or not, that's a different question. Um, but you know, for instance, like I, I modeled my show off of the indie cast, which, you know, was in its prime when it started, uh, I don't know what year it was, 2007, 2008 kingdom of the crystal skull came out in 2008 and the show, how long have they been going? The show is still going. It's still releasing. Wow. And hey, Aaron, guess what? I think one of their last episodes they released was four, like over four hours long. So they they got the wire beat. So of course they do have a new movie co- that just came out. Um, yeah, but they but no, to go, they it was like they ten did years, it. right? They did it. Was yeah, it they no years? longer. Yeah. two thousand eight to two thousand and twenty three. Wow, a long time. What, was fifteen years? I think something like that. So yeah. That's a long time, and uh, you know I think we have that capability here in the Jurassic franchise. We've got more movies, For we've sure. got animation, yeah. we've got more toys, we've got everything. Um, yeah, do I want to? We'll find out. <laughs> I think. Is there? Right, well, is, will like, I release this episode? I don't even know. We'll find out. <laughs> this episode, you'll release this episode. Oh, we'll this see. is a great episode. Um, Without content, then I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like our show would have to change, right? If there's no news to cover, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, for I, sure. I think, the like, wire, I think the wire maybe retires and we, you and I create some new segment that is totally different, you know, um, still just a conversational kind of shooting the family podcast, just talking about <laughs> Jurassic Park. The breeze. Um, yeah. Shooting the breeze. We'll say. Um, well, yeah, we did. Know, we did I, talk about other movies for thirty straight minutes. Uh, dude, so really, we are extending release, it. As you got to release this episode. <laughs> this is a great episode. Maybe I know you're trying to keep it positive. Maybe axe out the stuff about Mattel because I feel like even though like we try, I tried to stay positive about that, but like I don't. Well, that know was a majority really a of the episode. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 no. I'm. This is getting released. I was just joking. I'm saying like it's a struggle. It's a struggle recently, just because exactly what you're saying is there's no content out there and yeah you wonder like does anybody care do do we still need to talk about anything is there anything worthwhile to discuss it's a it's a question that you know i I think anybody would ask um and i think when you look at the 
brand or the you know the studio or whoever like are do they have are they supporting this product that we all love so much and we all question if that's happening or not um so we all wonder like what is happening and we have no answers if there is anything on the horizon um this here gives us a little bit of slight hope that there is something out there um maybe um there could be some animation on our horizon we've kind of speculated about that for a while there was like apparently like casting calls and stuff like that a while back but like we talked about in the beginning of the episode we are in the midst of a writer's strike so you know did anything i think that's the biggest already i think that's the biggest thing i also wonder if yeah, these shows are written in the, in the United States, right? Under the right the screen act the screenwriters guild. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um okay. and, and they could have been, you know, animation is something that takes a long time, so they could have been written already and they're just producing them, you know. Well, just point. building assets, right? Yeah. Like you can actually you can actually come forward with basically an outline that might have already been done and just building the assets is gonna take a long time to do. I would expect that it would be more grand than Camp Cretaceous, right? Like Camp Cretaceous, I think was really ambitious for its time. But I think with every new incarnation, I feel like people should expect bigger and better every time that they release a new series. So, yeah, you know, of course, coming up with the assets, building the world, um, getting like your your animation and rigging teams together, and all that stuff. Like you can do a lot on animation without writers, but eventually the writers have to come together and make the story, or else it's all kind of for nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I would, um, you know, I, have always wanted a show that followed the campers from camp Cretaceous, whether it's all of them or some of them. Uh, I don't know, but I would, I've always wanted a show that took place like that was a sequel and was set in between fallen kingdom and Jurassic world dominion. And, uh, you know, told the story of tracking down animals out in the wild. Um, whether they are, I don't know, like I, cause I was thinking about it the other day, I could see a camp Cretaceous style project where people are interning this time. They're not just going to a, a park for a visit where they won tickets, but I could see a group of kids or younger people interning for the, I don't know, dfw or something like is that what it's called uh department of (laughs) fish and wildlife you know like where they're they're out there interacting with dinosaurs in the wild that or they just are a part of the team you know something like that but i could definitely see that happening where you know they have to track down dinosaurs like the allosaurus out there in the wild or or you know the the pseudoceratops from battle of big rock as well like or whatever else that we saw at the end of Fallen Kingdom escape into the wild. Like, there's a lot out there, and they could be tracking these things I'm... down. That would be really cool. I think that would, I'd follow that show. That'd be fun. We, you know, we held uh, Tom Jurassic's uh, audio drama on our podcast feed, which was Tales from a Jurassic World that took place between those two movies and featured the DFW going tracking down these interactions in the wild. And I right. think it would be great to have an official version as well. You know. I mean, you're talking about the Department of Fish and Wildlife. I'm thinking like I'm really interested in seeing stories about this. Like it wasn't CIA, but like whoever like La- like Lowry was supposed was it? It wasn't Lowry because we. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Franklin. It, well, it should have been Lowry, but like yeah, like the CIA, Franklin, and 
Uh, yeah, and that could uh, be as well. Like, I, I would totally be down for that. Um, I don't want, is it Kayla? I don't want her to have an animation because I want her to have a movie. Oh, a like, live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want her to have a live that. action movie. Um, I think she was the most compelling character. Probably. I mean, she was the most compelling new character in, I think between the last two movies, like we had, um, I'm definitely very interested, uh, in more of her story. Um, imagine that though. Imagine, um, you know, we got dominion, it was the final movie we ever got from Jurassic World, and we introduced this awesome character, Kayla Watts, and then we get the, an animated TV show. Maybe some of those Camp Cretaceous characters are lingering around, and um, you know, we get all of Camp Cretaceous, we get all of whatever this potential animation is, and then we get a Kayla Watts movie, maybe with some of those Camp Cretaceous characters. Like That would be awesome to get like... You know, say a live action Darius, uh, that would be super cool, you know, to get well, live action. Uh, what are the characters names? Brooklyn or something, somebody like that, you know, like to have some of these characters cross over would be it would be nice because they they could have time to ruminate and let everybody fall in love with these characters from Camp Cretaceous into a second series and then bring it into live action with like a Kayla Watts. Project. I mean, that would be so cool. Let's go nuts. Let's go nuts. Let's make it. Let's you make get Kayla nuts? Watts. Yeah, let's let's get let's nuts. get nuts. <laughs> um, let's make Kayla Watts the anchor for uh, a series similar to like Firefly, right? Firefly was very much. I mean, Firefly was Han Solo. Kayla Watts is kind of Han Solo, right? Like the smuggler, oh, exactly, yeah. You know, and do a show where she's smuggling dinosaurs. Or whatever her next adventures are, globetrotting in her plane and and in the Jurassic world as it is now, and like coming across characters or coming across things like maybe a research facility in Central America, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's just not Camp Cretaceous. Maybe we start legitimizing the live the live Jurassic live world tour. live like live tour. Yeah, like yeah, I like that. Idea. That's the I like that. That's bring in that's the kind of stuff i'm down Kate with walker right now, man yeah dude that would just be that'd be so baller it would, see like that's like to me this idea is like the way that uh star wars has worked right it's like they subtly bring all these little pieces in and then when they a, f- a bunch of years later they're like surprise this has been the plan we are introducing every every one of these characters mm-hmm. mixing everything together and I, I, I dig it like what they're doing with the Mandalorian. It's like, you know, they've created this world. And now in, a, in maybe, a, I don't know, three or four or five years, we're going to potentially get this, you know, heir to the Empire battle with Thrawn on screen, you know, with with Mandalorian, Ahsoka and whoever else, if they wanted CG Luke, whatever, everything can be there in one place like that. that you know, I want that for Jurassic, you know. That'd be really cool. I, you're again. We're asking for a Star Wars Avengers moment moment with with a series that it does not make any sense to do. That <laughs> no, thing, but it, right? it like, would be exciting, and, and you could it could be. It's not going to be the Avengers, but it it would be exciting for Jurassic fans. You know, and especially I, especially for because we got to think about the kids. You know, the kids who are five, six, seven, eight 
nine, whatever, right now, who really like Camp Cretaceous, who will watch this, a new show if they are part of the same crew, you know, or even if they're not. But like, and then in a, a bunch of years, that those kids are going to be older, like we were when Jurassic World came out, and it's like, yes, let's watch these new movies. So I think we we really need to pay attention to that and. You know, maybe this gap that we're experiencing now is part of that, you know, giving it time to vibe with the kids, you know. Maybe. Maybe. That's a good place I to don't end. Know. What do you, <laughs> what, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you, I, I won't, I won't ask you that. That's an unfair question to put you on the spot live. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this I'm just down for whatever unfair. content, I, I, I'll, I'm down for whatever content they want to give, like whether or not I adopt it into my, well, I can't believe I'm gonna say it. Whether I adopt it into my head canon or not, I think what a Jurassic canon? that has, uh, yeah, I think a Jurassic that has ongoing content is a healthy Jurassic, no matter what. Um, I, I wish there was a way for them to maybe capture the style of the '90s, because I think that's what was severely lacking in these last three movies was some kind of '90s feel to them. Um, but until they want to reboot the whole thing, then I just think that we just need to keep moving forward, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep moving forward and say goodnight, say goodbye uh, to everybody listening out there or watching, wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to another installment, another two-and-a-half-hour installment of the Jurassic Wire. We really appreciate you. Um, and uh, who knows what will be on our horizon to talk about. Will this crowdfund go through? We'll find out. You know, <laughs> on next, on uh, the next the exciting episode <laughs> of Jurassic Wire. <laughs> well, you'll find out at the end of this month. I'll talk about it on a live stream, and then we'll talk about it again here on the Jurassic Wire in September. September? Is that when the next one's supposed to be? I don't know. You and I got to figure yeah, something well, out. I, don't know. I, I think these two month gaps are too big, bro. I think they're too big. I missed you. They might be. They might be. Uh, you, you, we should just transition the wire into uh, the live stream, but that means you'd have to do it more often. So We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Anyway, where can anybody find you? Right there on your handle? Are you there? Are you? Are you uh, is your Twitter account don't alive? <laughs> No, I mean, like, sure, you can, I guess. I'm not going to look at it. And same with Instagram. I used to I used to try to, like, coax you all to my Instagram. I, I no. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you might have exceeded a rate limit or whatever on Twitter. It, you might not be able to read more than 600 tweets anymore. Who knows? So it's a whole thing. But, uh, you know, look for us if you can. If not, <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. See you, everyone. <laughs>Thank you so, so much for listening to the 355th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. A huge thank you to Aaron for once again joining me here on the Jurassic Wire to talk about all the latest conversation pieces in the community. And uh, I always love getting Aaron's opinion because uh, I get a chance to talk about this stuff so often, whether it's on the podcast, on my own, or... Uh, talking on uh, on social media with a ton of people. As you heard, Aaron doesn't really use social media a lot. Um, and, uh, of course, on the live streams and such, I get a chance to talk about a lot of these topics often. Um, so it's good to get Aaron's perspective. Uh, and it's certainly... We, we're, like, constantly 
uh, butting heads and, and seeing things differently. And I really like that approach. And I think that's a good approach for the community, uh, which right now uh, certainly feels interesting, right? I feel like the community feels like it's in an interesting spot right now. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of people just wondering what's next. Uh, people maybe are feeling angry. Uh, I don't even know. There's a lot going on out in the community right now. Uh, so it's interesting to kind of uh, approach it from a way where we can have these nice conversations, talk about things, and uh, get to the bottom of maybe maybe what's going on or not answer anything at all. It's pretty interesting. But uh, very much uh, a huge thank you to Aaron for joining me once again. And we'll catch you next time with another installment of the Jurassic Wire. Um, like I said, that's probably coming in September or if we decide to change things up, who knows? We might uh, go a different route. Maybe we'll send this over to live stream only. Maybe uh, we'll change the format a little bit because we don't want it to seem redundant, but we want to get the information out there, of course. So let us know. What do you think about the Jurassic Wire? Do you want to see it continue as is? Or do you want to see it change? Do you want to see it go to streaming? Let us know. Uh, we'll be sure to include everybody's thoughts and feelings into our uh, into our choices here. So uh, we'll catch you next time with another Jurassic Wire. But thank you so much to each and every one of you for listening to this episode. Stay safe. Be kind to each and every one that you come into contact with. Let's continue to fight for representation, change, and equality in the Jurassic franchise. But more importantly, outside of it, in the real world. Let's continue to make this world a better place for everybody. I'm going to go ahead and hand things off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-825. 7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.